The following is another KKPR Sports presentation. Power 99 Sports presents high school football. First and ten. Wants to throw. Looking right. Now steps in the pocket over the middle. He's got his man in the middle of the end zone. Touchdown, Carney High. Caden Miller hauls it in. Tonight, the Kearney Bearcats head to the Metro to battle the Omaha Burke Bulldogs. High School Football and KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. Collier in the pocket. Going to set up a little screen, and it's picked off at the 12 by Peter Glant. To the 10, to the 5, touchdown Bearcats. After a season off because of COVID, Burke returned to the field against number 1 Bellevue West in Week 1, while Kearney tasted victory in a hard-fought rivalry game with Grand Island. It's the Bearcats and the Bulldogs coming up next. But first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Burke Stadium in Omaha with Power 99 Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. 627-1064. And good evening, everyone. Welcome to week two of high school football in the fall 2021 season from Burke Stadium in Omaha, known for the state track meet. We get to watch some football here tonight. So glad to have you along with us for week two, one of five football games on our network of stations. And you can find out more at PlatteRiverPreps.com. You can always listen to the game live. That's where the streaming is. The podcast will be up as well of our high school sporting events as we bring you Metro football tonight. Carney High, the exciting 38-35 season opening win at home against Grand Island. And then next week, they take on a North Platte team that got off to a great start by beating Class B number one Aurora last week. So not exactly the easiest, but we just don't know what Burke is going to bring to the field tonight. As you heard, they were one of the Omaha public schools that didn't even get to play football last year. But they've got some outstanding talent. Their quarterback has transferred in from Denver and Cooper Katsky. Devin Jackson is an outstanding prospect. Division one might not even be in football, maybe more on the defensive side of the ball. He can run a 10-7, and he is also a very good baseball player. So they've got some kids, but then they had to open with number one, Bellevue West. Hard to tell, and they were kind of, uh, I, don't, I don't know if they were out of shape, um, but they had more cramping than most and had some injuries in that first game. We'll hear from Coach Paul Amonji about that. Said it was kind of hard to gauge. I mean, even some of the starters that we will be talking about tonight didn't necessarily get through the entire game. Jackson was one of those last week. So will they be a little bit more hydrated or whatever the situation was coming into tonight as Bellevue West rolled them uh, last week? But Bellevue West might roll everybody, of course, uh, this year. Final score was 58-14. to Bellevue West had their season ended last year in the state quarterfinals by the Carney Bearcats in the game of the year in Class A. We'll hear from the coaches Brandon Cool and Paul Lamungi as we bring you high school football tonight. We want to let you know where our other games are. Carney Catholic is down the road to the west taking on Gothenburg. That can be heard on 92.1 FM and 1460 AM ESPN. 92.7 FM and 1550 AM ESPN. It's Hastings and Scotts Bluff. 
on KHAS Radio tonight, Adam Central, Wahoo, and Gibbon Donovan Trumbull on the breeze, 94.5. It's high school football here on Power 99 and the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll be back and hear from the coaches right after this. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. 627 1064. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com as Carney takes on Omaha Burke tonight. And Burke head coach Paul Lamonji joins us here to talk about his team and uh, getting ready for week two. And coach, appreciate the time. And I'm sure on one hand you wish the team would have had a little bit better outcome last week, but just to get to play a football game had to be the other side of that. What were you feeling when you took the field last Thursday night against Bellevue? Yeah, sure. Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, it was exciting. It, it, it was fun to be back out there with the guys and, and getting ready for a game. And and uh, but it was different because um, you know it, it, it's it's been a year plus, and and you know the, the guys were you know you could tell right away that they 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 were bright eyed, and uh, you know we thought we would have some you know ups and downs, and we did. Um, and hopefully we'll learn from it. But but all in all, we're excited to get back back, back out there and compete. And uh, it was an enjoyable night, even though the outcome wasn't what we wanted. For those that, uh, because we did get to play our football season out here, for those that don't know the, the backstory, what was it like for you guys last year? How did you stay engaged with any of your football players by not having a season? Yeah, it was extremely tough. It was even tougher than I thought it would be. Um, so we, you know, when COVID first happened um, two springs ago and into the summer, we, we did uh, tons of stuff with our guys virtually. Um, online, we had meetings, we gave them workouts, we even read a, we read a book, we had discussion questions, and, you know, we stayed in tune with them as much as we possibly could, almost daily. And then when the summer hit, we were under some um, restrictions where we had to do all our workouts outside, which we did. And, and we adjusted, and, and, and we did, you know, things like tire flips and, and sled pulls and pushes and just some really, like, Rocky Four type workouts. And uh, and then we, we were probably in the weight room for about a week, and then we got shut down. And then after that, we found out the season was canceled, and everybody was pretty much 
devastated. And then we kind of just stayed in contact with them. We didn't know exactly how it would go. And then, you know, once September hit, you know, we kind of just laid off them a little bit and said, you know what, just focus on school, um, you know, you know, try to get your life back together, and then we'll resume back in, in, in December. And we got notification last last December that we could return to the weight room on a limited basis with limited number of kids, and then we eventually started our, our, our normal off-season as best we could. But it was extremely tough. It was very difficult. The kids suffered. You know, I had 26 seniors coming back. Um, you know, we thought we could compete for a state title. We even thought it could be our my, my best team I've ever had. To be honest, um, but things happen, and uh, you know we're trying to rebuild and 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 uh, get our culture back to where it's been. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago that Burke was hoisting the state championship trophy. There's no doubt about it. And Paul Lamonji is with us here as they get ready to take on Carney. So, what kind of a team do you think you have this year uh, coming into fall camp? Uh, what kind of a team did you think you, you were going to have? Well, I, I know I know we have some football players, uh, but we have some young, inexperienced football players as well. And we knew it was going to be a process. And the thing about our team this year is we have gotten better every day, every week, every month. Um, and, and that's something we're hoping for this week. You know, we hope we get get better from, from week one to week two. Um, we got good kids. They're high-character kids. Um, they're just not quite used to playing um, big-time Class A football right now. And the more we play, the more we practice, the more we gain experience. We think things are going to work out. Plus, you know, last week before for, before the first game, we were under heat restrictions. So we, we didn't even practice in gear except one day, and that was at 5.15 in the morning. Yeah. So it's been, a, it's been a crazy start, but uh, we're excited about the future. Coach, what did you think that you did do well against Bellevue West last week? Um, I thought we, we hung in there. Um, you know, it, we, were, we were a, a couple – Penalties a way of, of tying it, of tying the game mid second quarter, um, and then we had some penalties, um, and and we couldn't quite get in there to tie it, and then things snowballed. But the kids hung in, um, you know, they they played as hard as they could. Um, we definitely found some football players, um, and uh, you know there there were some good plays. We just got to put everything together. Um, we got to get our kids in better game shape. And, uh, you know, we think we, we got some talent and we think we're going to learn from our mistakes because that's the type of makeup we have. And, uh, you know, we're just excited about the future. Well, you've got so much talent, it's hard to just pick and choose. But obviously a lot of folks want to talk about Devin Jackson. And then you also uh, had Cooper Katsky come in as a transfer. Uh, what can you tell us about your transfer and, and how Devin's handling the spotlight? Yeah, Cooper Cooper had a, a really good game for us. He competed very well. Um, he made some plays with his feet and his arm. Um, we were very impressed with him. He showed great le- leadership. Um, and, and Devin didn't play much, to be honest. Uh, he had some cramping um, that limited him very much. Um, and then we had to keep him out a little bit. So he probably only played about half the game. So um, when he was in there, he did make a, a, a few plays, but but we're really hoping to see his best um, as we move forward here. So um, I think he's handling the, the notoriety real good. He, but he, more than anybody, just like most of our guys, he needs game experience. He doesn't really have a whole lot of experience. He probably only has seven games um, in which he's played. And, 
you know, the more the more games we play, the better he's going to be. And coach, uh, as you look at what Carney did against Grand Island, uh, what's your scouting report on the uh, Bearcats for this one? Yeah, very well coached, play hard. Um, it, it, they, they're disciplined. Um, you know, it, it's going to be a good matchup for us. We're excited to play them. You know, I know Coach Cool um, very well. Got a lot of respect for him in the program. Um, but uh, you know, we're, we're excited to, to 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 play tomorrow night. And uh, you know, we we know it's going to be a great test. Um, but to, but to be honest, it's not about Carney right now. It's about us um, and and in our process and, and and playing the way we need to play. So, but they're 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 a nice team. They're they they got talent. They're tough kids. Well coached, disciplined. So um, we're going to be have to be at our best. Well, Paul, we'll let you get back to work here. It should be a really good football game. Thanks for having us down, and uh, looking forward to a good one tonight. Best of luck the rest of the way. Oh, I appreciate you. Thank you. That's Paul Emoji, head coach of the Bulldogs of Omaha. Burke. We'll be back and talk with Carney coach Brandon Cool after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, we're usually at Burke Stadium to watch one of the great spectacles and events of the year, and that's the track meet, which Carney has had a lot of success at over the years, but today it's Carney High Football, and the head coach Brandon Cool joins us here on Power 99, and coach, man, the fans were treated, I'm sure it was an up and down moment uh, in game one last week with Grand Island, but the bottom line is the Bearcats come away with a win. Yeah, typical first game of the year. You're going to have some highs and the lows, and so you got to face some adversity. And and we saw that throughout the entire game. And we had some good things that happened to us, and we had some things that we have to go back to the practice field or watch on film to see if we can improve. But we're hoping to make those corrections and see if we can't get better as we play Omaha Burke here tonight. Obviously, the turnovers is something you want to address. Sometimes that's hard to address. What did you see there? <clears throat> Well, I think two things. Uh, number one, offensively, we had two turnovers, which Grand Island was able to capitalize on by scoring two touchdowns from those turnovers. Uh, so that's something that uh, anytime we have a quick transition like that, we have to have a quick memory, uh, a short memory, in order for us to uh, get back and play some defense. And then our defense did a terrific job of making uh, Grand Island turn the ball over six times. We had guys in the right spot in the passing game. Uh, they gave us a couple of fumbles that we were able to capitalize on. And so uh, winning the field position and even getting some points out of there is going to be huge in the, in the, at the Class A level. So, uh, again, both groups got to go back to the drawing board and find some ball security. But uh, from, uh, from a turnover perspective, we definitely took advantage of, of Grand Island's turnovers. Talking with uh, head coach Brandon Cool, of course, the Miller boys, Riley and Caden, were big in that football game. 
Was it uh, more the great play in the secondary or pressure up front that uh, you thought caused those Grand Island turnovers? Well, I think there's uh, you know two things as you analyze it. Uh, I think on the, on the on the fumbles, it, it gets it was hot and humid, and sometimes uh, uh, you know the ball gets wet or your forearms get wet, and uh, they were able to cough it up a little bit. And I think on those interceptions, uh, it's one of those things where I think our defensive staff does a great job of putting our kids in the right spot. And uh, down in distance worked out well for us because sometimes they were you know second and long or third and long. And so we can kind of gang up on, on the pass defense, but uh, credit, credit our defense for being in the right spot at the right time. What were the things uh, that you also continued to work on in practice this week, things that are normal week one to week two? Well, one of the first uh, three or four things that we talked about uh, in our meeting on Monday morning was uh, getting back to the technique stuff, it's just simple technique. One thing that uh, we counted is we missed 22 tackles uh, in that football game. And it's about guys taking that extra step or being a little bit more physical or hitting the running back a little bit lower than uh, trying to tackle them up by the shoulder pads. And then we also got to get back to uh, the technique stuff on, you know, proper blocking. You know, there's some times where we didn't step properly maybe with the, with the correct foot on the offensive line and, or maybe a receiver should have zigged and, and instead he zagged a little bit. So uh, just the simple things that I think we can make those corrections. And we just need some game experience with some of our young kids uh, our inexperienced kids in order for us to uh, find ways to improve uh, throughout the entire season. When we talk, and we will hear about Burke in a moment, uh, usually when we talk Metro, uh, we talk big boys up along the line. What did you think of the play of your O&D line? You know what? I thought uh, both uh, both groups uh, played well for the first game. Um, you know, we're going to give uh, our opponents a lot of different looks with our defensive line. And uh, after they kind of had a little bit of some um, uh, game experience uh, in that first half, I thought our defensive line did a good job of pursuing down the line of scrimmage and, and helping on any cutback lanes. Uh, offensively, we were able to kind of give Grant on a lot of different looks. And then, you know, we'd run some perimeter stuff and then come back and run some draw stuff back the other direction. And so if we can just sustain our blocks just a little bit longer, we might get an extra two or three yards on some of those plays, which make a big difference on getting first down. So uh, we can always be more physical, and uh, obviously we try to get back to the practice field and and see if we can become a a, a more physical football team. Fundamentally okay with what you saw on Friday night? You know what? It's uh, it's one of those things where uh, we can always get better. Um, Ball security or getting your reads or not overrunning a tackle – um, or not biting on a, uh, a hitch and go uh, towards the end of the game. It's just the little things that uh, uh, that we need to work on and, and uh, gain that valuable experience from maybe getting hit in the teeth a little bit or watching it on film. And all right, guys, make your make your decision. This is what we got to improve on. So let's just find some some simple things that we can work on week in and week out, or day in and day out from a practice perspective, and see if that carries over to Friday night's football games. Another minute here with Brandon Cool. The third aspect, always special teams. Uh, you've got James with you. Tanner's punting the ball a few times. Sometimes you look at the stats. It's not how far you kick it. It's what you do with it. Uh, what'd you think? Yeah, field position wise, I thought James Dakin did a great job of kicking for us. I mean, uh, all of those uh, kickoffs except for one went into the end zone. So our opponents are starting their uh, offensive possession at the twenty yard line. That's a long ways to go, and uh, for a high school football team. You know, with the exception of Tanner's first punt, uh, I thought the punting game and our coverage was, was pretty decent. We need to improve a little bit on our punt return, but, uh, again, Grand Island runs a little bit of a different punt where they kind of do a little bit more of a rugby style. 
And again, there's a lot of a lot of points put up, so there wasn't necessarily a ton of punting going on. So yeah. uh, that's kind of concerning to go in, in going into tonight's game. And then obviously uh, PAT field goals. Uh, we had a field goal there. Uh, James kicked one towards the the end of the game, and and uh, it was kind of a high snap. And Riley Miller was able to kind of jump up and kind of catch it and get it back down on the tee. And and I don't think Dakin had really a smooth approach to that ball. But no matter what, it went through the uprights, and obviously that field goal was uh, was the difference in the football game. So uh, we're going to have to win field position. We're going to have to score some points, especially when we got a guy like James Dakin, and uh, that's going to carry us uh, for sure uh, throughout the entire season. Well, Omaha Burke, sometimes it's hard when you take on not only a number one team, but maybe a real number one team of the years. You know all about Bellevue West from last year. What can you take from what you saw from Burke last week? <laughs> Well, I think you can tell on film that, uh, number one, it was hot and humid on that Thursday night, just like it was on Friday night. And uh, you always analyze depth and depth issues. Uh, there's a lot of jersey numbers that played for Burke uh, due to cramping or due to uh, you know excess heat or just kids being tired. So uh, they got an opportunity to play a lot of guys. I think it's also they missed out on a full year of football. So they haven't played football for two years. Uh, so it's trying to get these kids that have not played uh, some some game experience. So they were all over the place. As you look through the football film, I think they kind of simplified things uh, as the game went on. And then again, you're playing Bellevue West, the number one team in the state, and there's a reason why those guys are number one. They're they're fantastic uh, on both sides of the football. So it's kind of a double-edged sword for Burke. And so we're going to see some adjustments. That's the concern coming in is how is Burke going to attack what we want to do? How is Burke going to attack our defense or, or how they're going to uh, uh, blitz or how they're going to pursue or how they're going to slant uh, versus our offense? So we're going to have to make some uh, early adjustments on how they want to attack us on both sides of football. All right, Coach, uh, best of luck. We'll talk to you next week before North Platte. Uh, let's get off to a 2-0 and start. All right, thanks for your coverage. That is the head coach of the Carney Bearcats, Brandon Cool. We'll be back with the starting lineups for tonight's Class A matchup right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Platte Valley Auto Heartland Chevrolet is Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry. Sales, service, parts and tires, great selection of new and pre-owned Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep and Ram, Chevrolet Buick. Three stores in the Heartland to serve you best. Platte Valley Auto Lexington, Kearney, Heartland Chevrolet Buick, Lexington. Over 400 new and used to choose from. PlatteValleyAuto.com or HeartlandChevrolet.com. Or stop by and see us. Platte Valley Auto, beautiful downtown Lexington, top of the hill Kearney, Heartland Chevrolet, Lexington, Southside. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. And welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show and our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. couple kids dinged up for Carney High. Nolan Smith got in the game last week, but he's in a boot on his right leg and ankle, so Nolan, the junior, will not uh, be playing on the line tonight for Carney High. Uh, for the Omaha Burke Bulldogs, most of what happened last week, as you heard, were minor injuries and cramping, so they're really in pretty good shape. We noticed that Griffin Johnson, a 6'5 senior lineman, is out for 
them tonight. And that is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. The UNK volleyball team picked up two wins today out in New York in the Malloy Tournament. And the Huskers are playing tonight in their second match against Georgia after being pushed to five sets by the Omaha Mavericks today. Omaha dominated Nebraska in the first and third. The Huskers dominated Omaha in the second and fourth and then ended up winning the fifth set by a score of 15-7. to And Hastings College suffered their first loss of the year today. They were up two sets to none against Dakota State, who was playing their first match up there in Sioux City. Sioux City and then Dakota State won the third set 25-23 and went on to take it in five. 15 to 12, everybody's playing tomorrow as well. Well, glad to have everybody with us here for tonight. The Kearney golf team took fourth at the Grand Island Invite today. So congratulations to uh, the Lady Bearcats on that. We do have a couple of scores that we can report from afternoon games, and we remind you that you can always text or call 308-646-0506, whatever game that you may be at tonight. It might be Axtell at Pleasanton. It might be Wahoo at Adams Central. It might be Cozad at Wood River Shelton. Keep us up to date, and you can follow along at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Just click on the football scoreboard at the top of the page, and you can follow along with games that are going on in the area tonight. Last night, we did have a couple of games going on. It was Ansley Litchfield defeating Ravenna 28-12, to and in six-man, SEM beat Stewart 68-30. to Remember, SEM got beat last week 101-80. to Today in eight-man, Anselmo Myrna beat Hemingford 100-6. to Also in Class C2, Bridgeport came out to Centura, and the Centurions shut them out by a score of 27 to nothing. So those are some games that are in the book already from our area. We're ready to take a look at the starting lineup for tonight's Class A tilt between two preseason top 10 teams. And we'll do that for you right after this break on Power 99. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. And our starting line is brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank of Kearney. Let's start with the hometown Burke Bulldogs. Here's how they'll go. At center, number 57, 5'9", 260-pound senior, Jorge Carrion. At the guards, on the right side is number 55, a freshman, 5'10", 255 pounds, in Cameron Bell. And off our interview with Coach Lamongi, I said, a freshman, huh? And he goes, oh, yeah. He had no qualms about putting Cameron Bell in there at right guard. At left guard is a 6'1", senior, 210-pounder. Number 56 is Gavin Hanel. At the tackles on the right side, number 51 is 6'1", 220-pound senior, Brett Nelson. And the left tackle uh, for the Omaha Burke Bulldogs is going to be number 73, 6'2", 240-pound junior in Peyton McDonald. At the tight end, number 84, 6'4", 235-pound junior, Caden Echternock. And then they go with a three-wide receiver look, number 2, 6'1", senior, 180-pounder Trey Starks. He was really the firepower for this offense last week. Number 6, 6'2", 215-pound senior is Devin Jackson. As we said, he is a Division I product 
in either football, baseball, maybe track, running the 10-7. He did have a little injury and cramp situation last week, so didn't play as many snaps as they had hoped. Also at wide receiver, number 10, a 5'11", 160-pound junior, Brighton Nelson. The running back is number 11, 5'10", 170-pound senior, Donovan Moody. Same story with him. He only carried it three times last week. Actually, Brandon Rummel, a senior 190-pounder, had the most carries with 13 in the game. And the quarterback transferring in from the Denver metro area is number 12, 6'4", 215-pound senior, Cooper Katsky. The head coach of the Omaha Burke Bulldogs is Paul Lamongi. They were number nine in the preseason, and then after the loss 58-14 to number one Bellevue West, they fell out of the top ten. As the Carney Bearcats take the field, here is their starting lineup at Semmer. Number 70, 6'1", 265-pound senior Wade Palmer. At the guards, left guard is number 56, 6'2", 224-pound senior Nate Grabenstein. The right guard is number 60, 5'8", 200-pound senior Evan Poland. At the tackles, on the right side, number 68, 6'3", 210-pound senior Cash Roseberry. And the left tackle is number 72, 6'3", 265-pound senior Brooks Paul. At the tight end or the Y position, number 85, 6'2", 195-pound senior DeAndre Ndugwa. The H-back, another end, number 88, 6'1", 155-pound senior Max Myers. Wide receiver that had the big day on both sides of the ball last week is number 10, 5'10", 160-pound senior Caden Miller. And at the other wideout, number 30, 5'10", 170-pound senior Braden Anderson. The I-back is number 27, 6-foot, 205-pound senior Parker Weiss. You'll also see Chris Dutenhofer in at the fullback later on in the ballgame. Maybe they will just use him as a straight I-back as well. And the quarterback for the Bearcats is number 14, 6'1", 191-pound senior Riley Miller. Also did the job defensively last week. Riley and Caden both had huge games for the Kearney High Bearcats after their 38-35 win over Grand Island. They're 1-0, ranked as high as number 7 in Class A. The head coach of the Bearcats is Brandon Cool, assisted by Brad Archer, Steve Cherry, Brian Haas, Jacob Henderson, Chad Carr, Pete Kropp, Kyle Peters, Josh Redman, Brady Roeder, Riley Shoemaker, and Darren Van Winkle. Those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We're about ready to kick things off here at Burke Stadium in Omaha, week two of the high school football season, and we'll do so right after this. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Tokyo isn't the only place for striking gold. The Aurora Cooperative A-Show team members have been frequents at the backdrop this show season with ribbons and banners in tow. And the games aren't over yet. With State Fair and Exarbon right around the corner, we're excited to announce we'll be the exclusive feed supplier at Bonner Park. From Sunglow, Purina, Showrite, and our Aurora-branded show feeds, we'll get you to the podium. Find us located near the tieouts or reach out to us at 308-390-6663 for all your show feed needs. Aurora Cooperative, tougher together. 
Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. Carney, Burke, they've had some success. Both have been to the state finals in the last five years. Burke won it all in 2018 with that outstanding victory against the Grand Island Islanders. And, of course, last year they didn't get to play because of the COVID, so Carney had a little bit different schedule. But the Bearcats will kick it away to start our football game here. And two deep, including the speedster in Trey Starks and Devin Jackson back here for Omaha Burke. They'll stand at about their five-yard line. Booting it away will be James Dakin for Carney High. As you heard Coach Cool say, he put all but one of them into the end zone last week, and that's exactly what he wants to do here. The wind will be at his back, what we have. And this football game is underway, but this could be returnable. If it doesn't go out of bounds, it pops at the 10, and it does go out of bounds at the 9-yard line. So Burke will get outstanding field position to start the game. We are on the sideline of the Carney High, and the far side is Omaha Burke. That's filled in pretty well here in the last 10 minutes, but a lot of band and a lot of student section, I guess, as you would say it. So the ball will be placed out here for Omaha Burke on the kick out of bounds. And Burke, that might negate their speed, but they do get to start at the 35-yard line. So first out and 10 here for Omaha Burke. Donovan Moody, the all-black uniforms, a little gold on the shoulder pads with the white numerals. They play out of that shotgun as many do. Trips to the right, starts the lone man, man of man on the left. And the first snap of the ball game is going to be a swing out of the backfield. They'll hit the running back, and he is going to be decleated. Coming over there to knock him down is DeAndre Ndugwith, probably the best football player on the defensive side for Carney High, and they're going to lose a couple of yards just trying to dump it out there to the running back, Moody. He caught it, he looked upfield, and then he was looking at the clouds because it's overcast here, although they say there is supposed to be no chance of rain. They were just trying to get him out here, get those wide receivers to block, and Carney just nailed him. Ball on the far hash towards the Omaha Burke sideline. It'll be second down and 12. This time they'll hand it to Moody. Now quarterback's going to take it back and go around the right side. He's got a lot of room, 35-40, 45-50, and into Carney High territory. Nice job on the read that time by quarterback Cooper Katsky. He takes it from his own 33 to the Kearney 48, a gain of 19 to start this football game. So Kearney with a very nice play defensively on first down, but a huge play. And again, I know talking with defensive coordinator Brad Archer, they want to concentrate on the run, but they have enough speed to run right by some of the defensive backs, so they've got to be good with the eyes in the backfield. Here's Moody, his first carry, trying to pop to the left side. Got a good containment block on the outside. Stiff arm gets to the 40, stays inbound 35. He's going to be pushed out of bounds near the 31-yard line. A gain of 17 more here for Donovan Moody. They strung him out, but he used a good stiff arm at the 40-yard line and was able to pick up another 
9-10. Heck, they're going to give him out to the 19. They're going to give him two more yards. They're going to give him to the 29-yard line. So back-to-back 19-yard plays. And Omaha Burke is already in business. Katsky now with a running back Moody to his left. Twins to the right side. And he'll take the snap, go on a quick little slant. The pass is too low and incomplete. So it'll bring up second down and 10. Just trying to find Nelson in the slot to the right side. So one for two for negative two, but the ground game is good so far. Again, we've got plenty of other games tonight. Carney Catholic is at Gothenburg. That's on ESPN 92.1 FM and 1460 AM, and we will keep you up to date on a lot of our area games on the scoreboard. So second down and 10 at the 29-yard line of Kearney for Burke to start the game. They'll send their tight end in motion. Ektronach to the short side of the field. Hannah Tamuti tries to follow him, has a gap, gets to the 20, gets to the 15, still on his feet to the 10, and he's finally brought down there. It's going to be first down and goal. But Carney High got into the secondary again, and this is something that Coach Cool was talking about as Caden Miller makes the tackle. That is another gain of 19. That is three straight carries of exactly 19 yards. It's first and goal at the 10. He was hoping for good tackling, and so far, some good blocking and a couple missed tackles. So first down and goal. Ball on the near hash. And it'll be a toss sweep right side Moody looking to do some dancing and he is going to be met by a partner and that is going to be Parker Wise and Ndugwa over there. They'll drop him as he got back to the line of scrimmage. It'll be a gain of about the length of the football. Officially nothing on the play and it'll be second and goal at the 10-yard line. All that does is move the ball from the left hash to the right hash. But Burke in the first two minutes, Carney kicked it out of bounds. This drive started at the 35 and they have moved it down to the Carney 10 in just over two minutes of play. Twins to the right side in Caden Bell and Trey Starks. Over by himself is Devin Jackson. Now they put him in motion from left to right. Could be a jet sweep. They toss it to him on that, trying to get to the outside. Steps over a tackle in the backfield and jumps up to the seven-yard line before he is brought down there by Gravenstein. And in the scorebook, that goes as a pass. One of the stats that I just hate, just because you run in front of the quarterback doesn't make it a pass. But that's the way we put it. So it's a three-yard completion. And it'll be third down and goal. The ball is at the seven-yard line. They've got a good kicker as well at Burke. So Carney's just hoping to hold him to a field goal attempt. As they go get the big man, Brandon Rummel, as we said, he's in the backfield now, presumably to block for his quarterback. And it's going to be a quick pass play to the right pylon. Jumping and knocking it out of his hands is going to be the Carney Bearcats defensive back. Looks like Jack Dahlgren was over there to knock it away. And that will bring up fourth down and goal. And here comes the PAT or field goal unit. So when they go to the air, there wasn't much there. But they did have four rushes for 57 yards. And so they will put the ball on the right hash. An attempt, a 27-yard field goal, and that'll be John Warden to attempt it from the right hash. The snap, down, the kick on the way. Blocked! Carney blocked it, and Burke is going to pick it up and try and run with it now, and they will come up to about the 15-yard line before the tackle is made, and making the tackle is Braden Anderson. So the kick was a little low. The interior line got a hand on it. Not exactly sure, but there was about three guys in there. May have been Roseberry, may have been the big fella in Palmer, the center now on offense, but a blocked field goal. 
from just 27 yards. And Carney will take over. The ball marked at the 19 because they did pick it up and try and return it instead of at the 20-yard line on a miss. So first down and 10 here for the Bearcats. And Miller on option pitch. He'll get it to Wise. Wise secures the football, comes across the 20, gets upended out to the 23-yard line by Christian Jones. He is another freshman for Burke. They'll give him a gain of five on the play here, so a good gain by Parker Wise. Some bulk up front, but it's not like some of the Omaha teams where they're all 300 pounds. They do have a couple of those guys, and the speed obviously is out there to contain Carney, but they do want to try to get outside and then be able to run the ball in between the tackles later on in the ball game. In motion to the short side. They'll hand it to Weiss on the short side. Finds a hole. Has the first down and more. 30 out to the 33-yard line. And good job there by the safety to come in and make the tackle at the 33-yard line. And Zakai Parrott. And a nice gain on the play. And another first down. It's the first for Carney after a couple were registered there by Omaha Burke. So move it up to the 34-yard line. A gain of five more. Excuse me, make that a gain of ten more for Parker. And the Bearcats in business here on their opening possession. Trips to the wide side. Miller, option, going to keep it himself. Late pitch, but Weiss is able to take it to the 35-40. Turn the corner into Burke territory. Stepped out of bounds, maybe just short of midfield. They're going to put him down at the 49-yard line at a 15-yard gain. And another first down for Carney High. So both head coaches slash offensive coordinators have come out with good run game on this first series. You'll see the adjustments take place from there. But Carney now has moved from their own 19 out to the 49-yard line. We're scoreless, just underway. A blocked field goal on Burke's first attempt. And Carney now with 7.40 to go here in the first quarter. We're scoreless. Trips will give a motion to the right side here with Myers moving that way. Option play. Miller's going to have to tuck it up, and he'll get into Burke territory. Good coverage that time by the entire defense for Omaha Burke. He's going to pick up three to the 48-yard line. The tackle made by Alec Cook, 6'3", 230-pound senior. And Miller with his first carry of the ball game. Four carries for 33 yards to start the contest. Miller has not looked to go to the air yet. Riley runs over to the near side to pick up the play. You're listening to KKPR-FM. Carney over to Elm Creek and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Four wide in the pocket. Miller trying to go down the seam for it all. Four Miller dives, got his feet tangled up and can't grab it at the 15. Good coverage there by Zakai Parrott. Carney fans wanted an interference. That was simply where they got their feet tangled up. And still, Caden Miller almost made the catch. So that'll bring up third down and seven on the first pass attempt of the ball game here for Carney. They are at the Burke 48-yard line with 6.55 to go in quarter number one. Glad to have you along with us. Thanks for making Power 99 your home tonight for Carney High Football. We'll keep you up to date on some of the other scores as well. Third down and seven. They're trying to set up a screen. It's complete to Weiss at the 45. Gets a block 40, and he's going to have the first down. He stayed in bounds to the 35. He picked up five extra. And that's a gain of 13 on the first little screen pass completion for the Bearcats. And the drive continues as he steps out of bounds at the 35-yard line. We've seen both teams' sets of backs do some good things. Grand Island has scored first down the road at Lincoln. They lead Pius 7-0, Aurora 8-0 on Bennington. Bennington, of course, with that impressive win 
last week against Grand Island Northwest. It is first down and 10 for the Bearcats on their opening drive. Started at their 19, they've moved it to the Burke 35. And they will put in motion Braden Anderson, giving them trips all their wide outs to the wide side. Counter play. They're going to give it inside to Dutenhofer. 30, breaks a tackle, 25, and they get him by the ankle as he is pushed out of bounds at the 23-yard line. And Chris with another good run as a gain of 12. And another Bearcat first down, four first downs on this drive. Send everybody to the wide side. Use their power on the backside, and that means you're looking at your right guard, Evan Poland, your right tackle, Cash Roseberry, and Dugwa is the tight end. They set up the blocks and an ankle tackle, and it took a couple of swipes before they were able to go get him and bring him down. First and ten Bearcats at the Burke 23. Wide to the left is Caden Miller. Twins each side this time. Dutenhofer stays in there. They want to throw. It's a hitch and go. Miller's wide open in the end zone. He's got it. Touchdown, Bearcats. Starks bit on the ball fake, and it is a 23-yard touchdown for Carney to complete an 81-yard drive with 6.09 to go here in the first quarter. Outstanding pump fake there from Riley Miller and hooks up with Cousin Caden again. And our five-points bank touchdown, a 23-yard pass. Miller to Miller, and in to try the extra point will be James Dakin. The holder is quarterback Riley Miller. Snap low. Miller gets it down. The kick is up, and he is able to nail it. So with 6.09 to go here in the first quarter, it's Carney 7 and Omaha Burke nothing. You're listening to Bearcat Football on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Don't panic when you're locked out. Call the Lockmobile, emergency lockout service for commercial and residential property. Full-service locksmith makes original keys for your classic old or new vehicle. One call unlocks them all. 308-234-2177 or stop in 1015 Central Avenue, Kearney. Many cars that were new and bare frame and alignment of Kearney started in business are now classics. And the family that has owned bare frame and alignment over those 60 years knows that taking care of their customers' cars is just like taking care of their families. Trust them with your car. BearFrameAndAlignment.com And we're ready to boot the ball away, and this time Miller is not going, or excuse me, Dakin is not going to leave it short. It's about six yards into the end zone, and that means Omaha Burke will take over at their 20-yard line. So Burke marched it from the 35 right down to the 7, had a 27-yard field goal blocked, but then you've got Riley Miller hitting cousin Caden Miller for a 23-yarder, and that makes it 7-0 as Dakin adds the kick, an 81-yard drive. Now let's see if Carney can slow this very speedy Omaha Burke team down. Again, they go four wides with the pistol formation, and they'll hand it off to their running back, Donovan Moody, a little counter off the right side, finds a hole across the 25, good gain out to the 28. They might even give him the 29. Let's see, it's going to be an 8-yard gain. So Moody now with four carries for 46 yards. Quarterback Katsky had a 19-yard keeper on that opening drive. 
So let's see if they just keep it on the ground. That has been what's working for them. Their tight end, Caden Ecterdock, sets up on that right side, the short side of the field. Twins out here wide left, and Jackson and Starks can run. They'll hand it to Moody again off the left side, slips a tackle in the backfield, and comes up just short of the first down. Roseberry hit him in the backfield and slowed him up, and it's going to be third and a half yard. So a gain of one for Moody. This is quarterback sneak time back in the day, but nobody does that anymore because they all line up in the shotgun of the pistol, and it seems to work. Worked for T.J. Davis and the Lopers last night as they shut out Missouri Southern 38-0. And they will stay in the pistol. But the tight end, Ecterdock, is lined up between the guard and tackle. That's where they're going to hand it. Moody outside. He's got more than the one. 35-40-45. Trying to drag him down as Miller. And he does just as he gets to midfield. A gain of 21 on the play by Donovan Moody. And the fourth first down here for Omaha Burke. 68 yards on the ground already for Moody. So Carney was worried about the outstanding quarterback, Katsky, throwing it over their heads. And using the speed there, so far Burke running the ball. 4.50 to go in the first quarter. Carney leads Burke by a score of 7-0, first and 10 right at midfield. As they move from right to left, Carney left to right along your radio dial. Katsky in the pocket, feels some pressure from Dutenhofer. Steps up, has to run. Now he's strung out. Ooh, he got hit in the back and is able to pop up and get three or four more yards. Looked like they were going to hold him to two. Dutenhofer then ran him down. Parker Wise couldn't quite finish it off there on the scramble, and it's going to be a gain of six for Cooper Katsky. That'll bring up second down and four. He was looking to go, but Dutenhofer got him off of his two-point stance back there where he was sitting with his feet, and they're going to bring in Brandon Rummel. Rumble the big more fullback on second down and four. And they will hand it to him, and he is going to be brought down to the backfield. There's Ndugwa, second tackle behind the line of scrimmage for DeAndre, and that is a nice, nice play. He came through basically untouched, and that will move the ball back to the 47-yard line, a loss of four on the play. So Rummel's first carry goes the wrong way, and it will be third down. We'll call it seven yards to go. Seven-nothing Bearcats, three-and-a-half to go first quarter with the clock moving. Second possession for Burke. The first one, they had a 27-yard field goal blocked. And the quarterback, Katsky, stands in the pocket, flares it out here complete to Starks. Starks breaks a tackle at the 35, still on his feet to the 32, and he's going to have enough for the first down. A 15-yard completion, the best pass play so far in this first quarter. And when you're looking to give him some cushion, that's what you want to do if you're Starks, Donovan, Jackson, or excuse me, Starks or Jackson, is just sit down and they are fast enough to take you off that first step. And that's exactly what happened there for Starks. Ball on the near hash now, first down and 10. Fresh set of downs here for Burke, trailing 7 to nothing. They'll fake it to Moody. Quarterback Katsky wants to keep it started right. Nowhere to go. Parker Weiss comes up from his safety position or corner position, sizes him up, and brings him down after a short gain. He'll get from the 32 to about the 28. We'll call that a gain of four. So Katsky trying to keep the Carney defense honest, get those linebackers in the right spot, and Parker Weiss does a good job there of sealing it from his linebacker position. So on second and six, twins to the right side. Hard count, and Carney jumped. And here comes all kinds of penalty flags. This looks like our first penalty of the game will be an easy one. 
offsides on the Bearcats. And that'll bring up second in less than a yard. So a good hard count. Carney was coming with pressure. Great job there by Coach Lamangi to use the old off speed on him. So offsides, the first penalty of the ball game on the Bearcats. And that'll bring up a short yardage situation, which gives you all kinds of options now on second down and one. Well, they actually moved the sticks. They're going to call it a first down. I don't think that should have been the case. But nonetheless, Katsky takes it around right in, and he'll be at the 15-yard line. It looked like they had five and a half yards to go when they lined up over it. But nonetheless, it would be another first down here for Omaha Burke. They're sixth of the ball game. Take it around right in for a gain of six. And Burke is in the red zone for the second time in two possessions. As we work our way down to 2.15 to go in the first quarter, Carney up 7-0. A touchdown pass for Carney, but while everything else has been on the ground, they will put Carmelo Cross in the backfield here on second down and four. And they will hand it to Cross. He bounces off one man. This is a big kid to the 10, to the 5. It's going to take most of the Bearcats to bring him down at the 4-yard line. Six-foot, 250-pound senior. And he just bounced like a bowling ball off the 10 pins. And he is going to pick up a ton of yardage. That ball started at the 23-yard line. He gets to the 4. That's a gain of 19. And it is first down and goal. Let's see if they stay with that. Yep, they're going to keep Carmelo Cross in the backfield here with the quarterback, Katsky. They will have penalty flags. They hand it to Cross, and Carney jumped all over him. They dump him in the backfield this time. We had penalty flags, and let's see if the play will even count. Illegal procedure. This would be one if Carney can decline it, they would because they nailed him behind the line of scrimmage. So second down and goal from the seven looks a lot better than first down and goal from the nine, I would think. And the official looking over here to Coach Brandon Cool, he's going, well, mark the ball. I don't know where the ball's at. The official, yeah, I'd be back at the eight. They're going to decline this penalty. So a loss of four on the play. And that'll bring up second down and goal. So great job there by the Bearcats to get in and Sniffed that play out. There were three Bearcats in the backfield. And so it'll be now second down and goal at the eight. Although the scoreboard says first, it should be second down as they decline the penalty. Katsky has Moody back in there. They hand it to him. Again, he's hit at the line of scrimmage, and the Bearcats are all over it. Burke having problems inside the 10. Dutenhofer, Wise are in there. Moody might have picked up a yard, a yard and a half. They're going to mark him at the seven. So it's third down and goal. Ball marked at the seven and a half yard line. So Dutenhofer's doing an outstanding job defensively here. He and Weiss in the linebacker position making a majority of the tackles early on. Bearcats trying to force another field goal attempt here by Burke. 40 seconds to go in the first quarter, 7-0 Carney. Moody's in the backfield. Katsky takes the snap. He's going to keep it himself. Tries the right side. Dances to the 6, to the 5. He'll get to the 4-yard line. And that's where he'll be brought down. So it's 4th down and goal. And Dugwa's in there again. And it looks like they'll send out the field goal unit. So electing not to go to the air there with quarterback Cooper Katsky. 
He picks up three yards, and from the same hash on the right side, it's almost identical to where they attempted a field goal from last time. The ball at the four. This will be a little shorter, a 21-yard attempt. And it looks like they're just going to let the clock run out here, and that will be the end of the first quarter of play. Carney's only had it once. They scored on a Miller-to-Miller 23-yard touchdown pass. It's 7-0 Bearcats after one, but a chance to score here for Burke. They've got it fourth and goal at the four to start the second quarter when we return. Masters True Value proudly supports all area athletes on and off the field. For great service after the sale, shop Masters True Value, East Highway 30, Kearney. Locally owned and operated, Andy and his crew are masters of all things. Things hardware. Shop local for great service. Win Nelson in Kearney is your one-stop shop for all your plumbing and power tool needs. Located at 2621 West 24th Street in Kearney. Win Nelson proudly supports this broadcast and wishes the athletes good luck. Time. It's the eternal measure for growers everywhere, influencing the ebbs and flows of every season. Through it all, Nutrient Ag Solutions stands with you offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Because the time to act is right now. Find your local crop consultant at NutrientAgSolutions.com. Well, let's see what Omaha Burke decides to do here. Will they try to tie the ball game up, or are they going to set up and go for another field goal? The first one was blocked, and it looks like they're lining up to go for it here. It's a full house backfield. Offset eye, the first play, and Carney's going to call timeout. Brandon Cool running down the sideline. Didn't like the lineup there. It looked like maybe they were going to kick an extra point. I think they have the right number of guys on the field, but a timeout will be called here. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. We're ready for the first snap of the second quarter. It is the Bearcats 7 and Omaha Burke nothing. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Doug Duda with you as we update the scoreboard for tonight's high school football games. Grand Island leading Pius late in the first quarter, 14-7. We'll get to a few more here as Omaha Burke lines up to go for it. Fourth and goal at the Kearney 4. They will put Starks out wide left. Everybody else is in the offensive box here. Three backs in the backfield. Quarterback Katsky takes it. He's looking for Starks. He throws it to the end zone, and he catches it. Touchdown. Faked the slant. Went back out to the pylon. And for the first time in a while, Katsky actually had some protection, was able to stand in the pocket and complete the four-yard touchdown pass on the first play of the second quarter. So it's 7-6 to six as they line up for the extra point with John Warden, the senior kicker. Try and get this one a little bit higher. That field goal was blocked, and again the holder is Cooper Katsky. Five points bank touchdown. Four-yard pass from Katsky 
to Trey Starks, their leading receiver last week. The extra point. There's the snap. It's good. The kick is away, and that has plenty of leg, and it is good. So with 11.56 to go here in the second quarter of play, we're all tied up 7-7 on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Attention boat owners and wannabe boat owners. Buzz's Marine wants you to know that they are doing everything possible to meet your boating needs now and in the future. If you have a special boat in mind that you want to own next year, Buzz's is filling up on special orders right now for 2022. If you currently own a boat and need to stock up on boating accessories, Buzz's Marine's Pro Shop has shelves filled with all kinds of fun items to make your boating even more fun. So if you want to special order a boat or hit the Pro Shop or see what they have in stock now, head to Buzz's Marine. 5th and Central Kearney. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school football as we are tied at 7 apiece. Kearney High only had the ball one time in that first quarter of play, and they were able to score on the 23-yard touchdown pass from Riley Miller to Caden Miller to complete an 81-yard drive. A couple other scores for you. I want to take a look at Right now, as we are approaching the end of the first quarter, in Class B, Aurora 8, Bennington 7, Scotts Bluff 6, Hastings nothing. In C1, Kearney Catholic 13-0 over Gothenburg in the first quarter of play. Ogallala leads Holdridge 14-0. They are at the half. And Warden now ready to boot it away here. Let's see if the Bearcats get a return. It is kicked short and is taken at the 10-yard line. Picked up there by Caden Miller. Starts to go all the way to the right side, and there's not a whole lot of blocking coming right through there to upend him is Devin Jackson, the All-Stater for Omaha Burke. And Burke now with some enthusiasm on their sideline. Carney will start at their own 15-yard line. Also, Donovan Trumbull on the breeze, 94.5, leading Gibbon in the second quarter, 12-0. Ord over Central City, 20-0 in the first quarter. Cambridge has the first score over Amherst, 6-0. Pleasanton and Axtell scoreless in the second quarter of play. And on first down and 10, it's going to be Dutenhofer hitting the backfield. He spins out of it. He gets to the 15. He gets back up to the 19 where they'll stand him up. That could have been a five-yard loss. Instead, it's a four-yard gain. For Dutenhofer, that is his second carry for 16 yards. Parker Weiss had three carries for 30 yards. Miller was two of three for 36 yards and the touchdown. Just one penalty. It was on Carney for offside. No turnovers. Donovan Moody, seven carries for 69 yards for Burke in that first quarter. Cooper Katsky, the quarterback, five carries for 38 yards. So Riley Miller takes the snap, hands it to Dutenhofer up the middle, and he is met right there at the 20-yard line by a wall of black led by Michael McGovern. It's going to be a gain of one for Dutenhofer, and that'll bring up third down and five. Carney needs to get a first down here because there's a lot of energy with Omaha Burke after converting on fourth down. They don't want to go three and out, even if they don't drive the field here. Let things settle down on that Bulldog sideline. Coming up the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report will be joined by Kearney High Athletic Director Ryan Hogue to talk about what's been going on and what's still to come during this fall sports season. Twins to the right side. Miller takes a three-step drop, looks for the slot, and two uh, wide receivers cross, and everybody runs into each other, and the ball falls incomplete. Maybe a little miscommunication there between Hudson Bertrand and Braden Anderson, and Kearney does go three and out. And that will bring in Tanner Johnson to punt the football. 
Averaged about 35 yards on his punts last week. He will be punting into the little bit of wind that we have here at Burke Stadium, about five mile an hour. It's max protection. Burke, they didn't put anybody back. And it's a line drive kick, and he's going to get about 20 yards a roll. What was Burke thinking? That ball rolls all the way to the 31-yard line. That's a 49-yard punt. And there's a head-scratcher. You've got all that speed. And Burke didn't put anybody back, not even kind of back. So Tanner Johnson, there was not going to be a fake at your own 20-yard line. So Carney gets a little bit of a break there. Now they've got to find a way to make some tackles against this Burke running game. First down and 10 for the Bulldogs at their own 31-yard line. We are tied at 7 with 9.52 to go in the first half of play. Split out wide to the right side will be Tegan Becker. Again, they've got so many kids that they can shuffle in and out of there, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Starks had the touchdown reception, and they will give it to Moody. Moody makes a move, makes the first man miss, gets up to about the 34, maybe the 35-yard line. Grabenstein was in the backfield, just gave him a little juke and was able to pick up three yards. So Donovan Moody having a good night so far here on the ground. And that opens up the possibilities for quarterback Cooper Katsky to throw the football, and he does a good job running it as well. It'll be second down and seven. Katsky, three-step drop, looking left the whole way, down the sidelines, one-on-one, and he overshoots his target at the 30-yard line of Carney High, trying to find Devin Jackson there. Carney had a little zone, but it was more man coverage of safety that time for Carney High. Caden Miller was on the other hash mark and had to get over there quickly but the ball was just a little overthrown which is kind of hard to do on a kid that can run a 10 700 yard dash i'm sure they'll come back to that one later on in the ball game that'll bring up third down and seven and out of the shotgun or pistol katsky again looking left has time looking for the tight end throws it underneath it's complete to nelson nelson right at the first down marker but backed up a yard then comes forward to get the first down and he's going to bring that out to the 42 yard line it's not a huge gain but the eight yard gain is enough to move the sticks here at first i thought he was going to try to find Ecternock out there but he was well covered so he went to his second read and brighton nelson hauls it in kind of a big game an eight man today for the first time since 2014 defending state champion bruning davenport shickley lost in the regular season Johnson Brock scored on the final play of the game to tie it at 30, got the two-point conversion, and won at 32-30 over the defending state champs. First down and 10, trips to the wide side of the field. They'll give it to Moody, tries the left side, bounces off a man, now has room, 45-50, shoved out of bounds in the Burke sideline in Carney High territory, right at the first down marker, and I think he's going to have enough to move the chains at the 47-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 11 And Donovan Moody on pace to get over 100 yards at least here in the first half of play. 7-7, Carney and Burke, 8.42 to go in the first half. This is the third possession for Burke. They had a field goal blocked and then went for it on fourth down the second time around. This time, the quarterback, Katsky, wants to keep it. Little quarterback draw, sneaks up the middle, 45-40, bounces off another man, gets to the 36, maybe the 35 and Carney High not able to make the tackle on first impact. That's going to be another gain of 12. 
they've gotten the backfield a couple of times with Ndugwa and made the tackle behind the line of scrimmage, but there have not been very many two- and three-yard gains here. They've been a lot of big double-digit gains. And another one right there, 50 yards for Katsky, 83 for Moody, and the ball is at the Kearney 35-yard line. And Duga will now come up to the left defensive end position. Pitch play Moody. Comes back up over the right guard. They can't make the tackle. He dances around, breaks another tackle, breaks a third tackle, 30-25. Then the ball's fumbled, but forward, and Burke covered it. Dutenhofer punched it away from behind. It goes forward five yards, and Trey Starks will cover it at the 15-yard line. And that is a gain of 20, and Donovan Moody broke at least four tackles as he was able to get out of the backfield, then got about five yards up the field, broke two more, and back into the football game at running back Brandon Rummel. He's been in there. They also used the big man, Carmelo Cross, last time. First and ten Bulldogs, ranked ninth in the preseason. Carney was tenth. Ball at the 15 on the near hash. And this time Katsky, quarterback draw. He's hit by Parker Weiss and falls forward to get a yard. It'll be second down and nine. And there's something we were just talking about two plays ago that Carney hasn't done much of, securing the tackle at around the line of scrimmage. So it'll be second down and nine at the 14. Don't forget the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to nominate your favorite athlete. One boy, one girl each month gets the honor from B&B Carpet and Donovan. Katsky, three-step drop, looks left, short pass, down to a knee. The ball's complete at the eight-yard line, stretching forward to about the six is Trey Starks. They'll give him the seven. That's going to be a gain of seven, and it's going to be third down and two. And again, this is where Burke has had trouble once they've got inside the 10-yard line. Carney stopped them every time on the run, and then on that fourth and goal, they went to the air and threw it out to the flanker, Trey Starks. Now they're having a chance to take the lead. Three possessions, all three times they've been inside the Carney 10, and they brought the big guy, Carmelo Cross, back in there on third down and two. He had one big run, and then they stuck him on the second time he ran it. Ektenbach is in there as a blocking back as the tight end. They'll fake it, slant pass, complete, and into the end zone. Touchdown, Brighton Nelson. A seven-yarder. Everybody was focusing on the big back in the backfield, and they went to the air, stepping just in front of Jack Dahlgren. Dahlgren tried to knock the ball away. He did it on the first drive of the game in the end zone. Couldn't get his hand on that one. And Brighton Nelson gives Omaha Burke the lead. With 6.26 remaining here in quarter number two. And a lot of yardage so far in this game for Burke. They have moved the football all three times. John Warden to attempt the extra point. Snap a little low. They get it down and the kick is booted through. Our five points bank touchdown. A seven yard pass from Cooper Katsky to Brighton Nelson. And with 6.26 to go in the first half, it's Burke 14 and Carney 7 here on Power 99. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Instead, contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owner's insurance. Barney Insurance, trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. 
Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Doug Dudewack with you here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Burke Stadium in Omaha bringing you Friday night football while Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Warden to kick it off now for Omaha Burke as they have taken their first lead of the ball game, 14-7. 6.26 to go second quarter here over Carney. And Warden's kick is high and short. It's returnable, taken at the 10-yard line, trying to go to the other side of the field, now countering out to the 15, and taking the football as Xander ruling to the 20. He'll get to the 25-yard line. Both those kick returns for Carney, they took it on one hash and tried to go all the way to the other side of the field. This time, the sophomore Xander ruling made a nice cutback and is able to at least get it out to the 26-yard line, and that's where the Bearcats will take over. That was a 69-yard drive that Omaha Burke put up after a 49-yard punt by Tanner Johnson of the Bearcats. Kearney scored their first drive going 81 yards, then they were three and out their second drive, only the third time that they've touched the football. Now they will shift and move Hudson Bertrand to the left tight end. Option play that way. Miller nowhere to go. Nobody blocked. He got swallowed. not going to say that nobody blocked. It's just that they blitzed and three Different big boys got in there for Omaha Burke to swallow him up. Among those, Devin Jackson, as we said, so fast. Great job there by the defensive front. Also in there was Nick Garnett. And it's back to the 22-yard line. We'll say officially it's a loss of four on the play for Riley Miller. That was the first time that they tried to run that play tonight with that shift, and it did not work. Cade Miller splits out wide to the right. He's the only man there. Twins to the left side and back to pass. Ball fake to Weiss. They throw it out here. It's complete to Max Myers at the 26. He gets out to the 30, stretches to the 31. Maybe they'll be generous and give him the 32-yard line. So that's going to be a gain of 10 on the play. It'll be third down at about four yards to go. So a good pass as Myers hauls it in for the first time. Miller so far is 3 of 5 for 46 yards and a touchdown. But the Bearcats need to find another first down here. They'll take the snap. Miller in the pocket. Rolls out right. Got all kinds of room to run. So he tucks it up. 35-40 on the scene. 45. His knee hits around the 48-yard line. He wanted to uncork it deep. But they gave him all kinds of room around that right end. And they'll mark him right short of midfield. That's an 18-yard gain for Riley Miller and the much-needed first down here for the Bearcats. Ball will be on the far hash right at the 50, 14-7 in favor of Omaha Burke. High school football here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Glad to have you along with us on this Friday night from Burke Stadium in Omaha. In Class B, Bennington, after giving up the first score, now leads Aurora 21-8 Northwest, up on Garing 14-0 in the second quarter. And back to pass. Miller wants to throw backside, and nobody's there. They were setting up a screen, and he overshot 
his intended receiver. Bertrand was the tight end, but also Evan Denny was right there. And Burke blew that play up. Jackson in on the coverage. Earlier today, Centura beat Bridgeport 27 to nothing, and Anselmo Myrna edged Hemingford 100 to 6. We had 101 in Sumner, and then today, last week, and then today, 100. SEM also won last night over Stewart 68 to 30. Silver Lake has a 16 nothing lead over Spalding Academy. We'll get you a few more scores. Looking for an update on Axtell Pleasanton. Miller, deep drop, trying to set up the screen again. Complete, but well behind the line of scrimmage and dumped at the 45-yard line. Nowhere to go for Parker Wise. The Bearcats a loss of five on the screen play, and that'll bring up third down and 15 at their own 45-yard line. Also last night, Ansley Litchfield beat Ravenna 28-12. North Platte St. Pat's and St. Cecilia 7-7 in the second quarter. Ord leading Central City 27-0 in the second. Broken Bow leads St. Paul 6-0 in the second. Next week we have St. Paul Carney Catholic here on Power 99. Adams Central and Wahoo are scoreless as they go to the second quarter. And we are going to have a timeout called here by Omaha Burke. It'll be their first of the contest. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. It's 14-7 Burke with 3.58 to go in the second quarter. Kearney facing a third and 15 at their own 45 when we return. At Friesen Ford and Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buying has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority. But don't take our word for it. Here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, or anytime at FriesenFord.com. Third down and 15 for the Carney Bearcats. Doug Duda with you on this Friday night. Glad to have you along with us. We got to see Carney volleyball on Tuesday. Tonight we see Carney Bearcat football. After scoring on their opening possession, they are now trailing 14 to 7. Ball in the near hash. Lone man there is Caden Miller. Trips to the right. Now they will send Myers in motion from right to left. Back to pass Miller over the middle of the football field. It's picked off, and this could be bad. Devin Jackson down the left sideline. There's nobody to get in his way. A 50 yard pick six for Devin Jackson. So the first turnover of the ball game goes all the way into the end zone for a 50-yard touchdown. Jackson was right in the middle. There was nobody around him. The ball wasn't underthrown. He's just the athletic guy that can get that paw out there and brought it in with his left hand. And That's what I said. This could be bad because there weren't any Bearcats left. There were a couple of guys on the right side for linemen, but they weren't going to catch Jackson. It was all up to Miller, and he had no chance. So two touchdowns here in short work, and Burke has opened it up as the extra point coming up for John Warden. Here comes pressure up the middle. Might have been some movement. The kick is on the way. There are no flags, and the kick is good. Our five points bank touchdown is a 50-yard interception return by Devin Jackson with 3.47 remaining here in the first half. It is Burke 21 21 and Carney 7 on Power 99. 
Central Hydraulic Systems and Equipment Company is your local and regional source for hydraulic sales, service, and repair. Located in Kearney at 1841 Avenue H. Good luck to all area student-athletes from Central Hydraulic Systems. Make every day better with a hot spring spa from Detterdings. Picture your family in a hot spring hot tub with crystal clear, freshwater salt system, all feeling silky smooth. Financing available with approved credit. Detterdings, Kearney, and Grand Island or at Detterdings.com. Choose better things at Detterdings. It's a quality of life. O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home wish all the athletes good luck. We offer opportunities for families to create healing moments after loss, help you discover ways to pay tribute, and allow you to love, laugh, and live well again. O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, honoring lives, cherishing memories. Five stations. Boom 30 KHS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports, your music. 21 to 7 now in favor of Omaha Burke as they get ready to boot it away. Can Carney get some kind of a return? There's been great coverage by Burke. They have kicked it to about the 10 every time. And let's see what Warden does here. This one is going to go out of bounds, and that will help the Bearcats. They'll get it out at the 35 yard line. They do have a couple of timeouts, 347, and they were in a shootout last week. Miller did have two touchdown passes, one interception. He was able to force some turnovers as well, but he throws his first interception here tonight, and it looks like it's going to be a shootout because Carney has, on occasion, made a couple of nice defensive plays, but nothing consistent as Burke has not had to punt in this football game, and they've scored three straight times, and on their first possession, they had a 27-yard field goal blocked. So time here for Carney. They've got a couple of inter- or a couple of uh, timeouts to use here, and Carney will get the ball to start the third quarter. So kind of hope that they can chew some clock and put one in. Option play. Miller's going to keep it up on the right hash. He looked for a late pitch, but his pitch man Weiss was covered. He'll get across the 35 out to the 38 yard line. That's going to be a gain of three for Riley Miller. Carney just one first down here so far in the second quarter. They had four first downs on the make it, uh, let's make it five first downs on the opening possession. So they have six, and Burke has 12. Second down and seven. Ball on the far hash. Miller takes the snap. Option to the left side. Pitched a little bit behind Weiss, but he makes a nice one-handed catch. Then he fumbles the ball as he hits the ground. The ground caused the fumble across the 40 out to the 45. There was a huge hole there, and he makes a nice gain from the 38 out to the 45-yard line. That is going to be a seven-yard pickup for Weiss and a first down here for the Bearcats as the clock moves under three minutes by the time Carney snaps this one. But a good start. Trips to the right side and Dugua, Myers. They try to keep Miller over here one-on-one. They look for a quick little set down and it's caught at the 50 and down is Myers. His knee hits the ground. But they pick up six on the play, five on the play. We'll call it second down and five. And if they're going to give him the cushion, why not take it? You've still got plenty of time on a clock ball right there at midfield. With second down and five. Again, coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We will give you the first half stats, a scoreboard update, and talk with Kearney High Athletic Director Ryan Hoke. 
Beautiful night. If we could have every football night this weather-wise, we'd love it. Dutenhofer in, counter right side, gets off the right guard to the 45. He's got enough for the first down to the 44, running it again between Poland and Roseberry over the right side. A gain of six, and Carney moves the sticks again. 2.05 to go. 21-7, second quarter, Omaha Burke. Three straight touchdowns, including the 50-yard pick six on the last Bearcat possession. They're trying to bounce right back. Split out wide to the right, Braden Anderson. Twins to the left side with Miller and Myers. Dutenhofer in there. They will fake it to him. Miller wants to keep it, but they don't fool him. And coming through to sack him behind the line of scrimmage is Nick Garnett. Garnett stayed home. There wasn't really anybody else there. If Garnett doesn't do his assignment, that play is a big one. But he did his assignment, and it's a four-yard loss for Riley Miller. And that'll bring up second down and 14. Now the clock does become a factor. We're down to a minute 20 to go. Carney hoping to get at least a first down. They get a first down, then they can at least start thinking maybe a field goal. Trips to the right side, and Dugwell lines up as the tight end. Again, Miller over here is guarded by Trey Starks. Ball's fumbled on the snap, and Miller just falls on it. They're going to lose six back to the 45. Now does Coach Cool just let the clock run out? Otherwise, you use a timeout here, and he is not using the timeout. So a fumble on the play, a loss of six, and that'll bring up third and 20. The ball at the Bearcat, 45, need to get across the 35 of Omaha Burke, and we're down to 40 seconds to go. And I think Coach Cool now is just going to maybe run the play clock down here and use a timeout. Let's find out. Took a long time to send the play in for Miller. They break the huddle quickly. Could be a simple draw here for Parker Weiss. 25 seconds to go. And that's exactly what it is. A draw to Weiss, breaks a couple of tackles, gets back into Burke territory at the 49-yard line. Doesn't look like Burke is going to use a timeout. That's a six-yard gain for Weiss. And we are going to go to halftime as the final 10 seconds click off the clock. So Carney gives up a pick six, then starts to make a move here right after that. But a... Run behind the line of scrimmage and a bad snap. Halts the drive. And Carney High was up 14 at half last week. They're down 14 at half here tonight. At halftime in the Metro, home of the State High School track meet. Beautiful facilities have been upgraded at Omaha Burke. But the scoreboard reads the wrong way for Carney High. It's Omaha Burke 21 and Carney 7. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report is coming up after this timeout. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. 
Great Western Bank in Kearney is making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal and business checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and more. It's never too early or too late to start saving. Find out which account is right for you. Come into our Kearney branch at 2120 First Avenue today or online at greatwesternbank.com. Great Western Bank, making life great. Member FDIC. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. 627 1064. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on first on the bricks downtown. Carney for a free estimate. And Doug Duda back with you here at Burke Stadium. Thanks to Athletic Director Jason Williams and the crew here for their hospitality. Beautiful night as we were talking with some of the fans before the game. If every football night was like this, we'd play every day if we could. It's time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Want to give you a quick rundown of the scoreboard. Almost all these are second quarter. Grand Island and Pius are now tied at 14. In B, Northwest leading Garing 14 to nothing. Scotts Bluff leading Hastings 14 to nothing. Bennington at last check had a 21 to 8 lead over Aurora. Halftime, Ogallala had a 14-0 lead over Holdridge. If you have any updates on any of the games that we're about to tell you about, 308-646-0506. You can either call or text the score and the time of the game. At last check, Adams Central and Wahoo were still scoreless in the second quarter. Minden leading Boone Central 7-0. Burwell leading Ainsworth 35-6. Carney Catholic leading Gothenburg on ESPN Radio 20 to nothing. Broken Bow had a 6-0 lead over St. Paul. Kozad had a 7-0 lead over Wood River Shelton. This afternoon, Centura beat Bridgeport 27-0. On the breeze, 94.5, Donovan Trumbull leads Gibbon 12-0. Archbishop Bergen leading Central Catholic 24-0. St. Pat's and St. Cecilia 7-7 in the second. Ord over Central City 27-0 in the second. A final this afternoon, D1. And Selma Myrna 100, Hemingford 6 Looking for an update on Bertrand, Dundee County, and Southern Valley Blue Hill. Second quarter, Elm Creek leads Highline 8-0. Alma over Medicine Valley 12-8. Cambridge over Amherst 6-0. In D2 last night, Ansley Litchfield beat Ravenna 28-12. Looking for updates on the Loomis-Kennesaw, Lawrence-Nelson-Arapahoe games. Pleasanton leading Axtell 8-0 in the second. And Sandhills Valley leading Overton 6-0. In six-man, Silver Lake had an early lead over Spalding Academy. And last night, SCM was a winner over Stewart 68-30. Well, it seems like there hasn't been a whole lot early on, but heck, the kids have almost been in school a month, and we welcome in the athletic director at Kearney High, Ryan Hogue. And 
Ryan, how you doing, man? Doing great. Off to a great school year. Uh, good start. Kids are rolling. Fall activities. No attendance list. No uh, restrictions uh, as of right now. So I think life is pretty good. Let's get to the stuff. <laughs> the mask mandate came out again this week. How does that affect what's going on at Kearney High and with the athletics? You know, outside activities were, were good, but, you know, anytime we're inside um, we have to mask up, obviously, unless kids are exerting themselves physically during PE, during strength, during, obviously, practices and games. Um, outside, we're good as long as, you know, they're not in a locker room and, and they're not in transportation to an event. They can, you know, we're outside and they, they don't have to wear their mask. But once we go in a locker room or we have to transport kids, we obviously have to have them on. Are there some other things? I mean, last year we knew what was going on. This year it's a little more up in the air. What else do uh, parents and fans need to know? You know, I think just the, the, the isolation and the quarantine guidelines, the CDC's come out with obviously different uh, recommendations, and, you know, KPS has come out with a nice flow chart to kind of guide parents and teachers and administrators through this, you know, through this time when maybe the uptick is is just going on a little bit but obviously vaccines are available and it's just kind of different it feels different i know that the you know the mass mandates coming back tuesday and you know and and um we'll work through that and and but i don't foresee any activities or athletics being canceled i don't see any right now i don't see any restrictions but obviously you know things can change i'm kind of a um, low guy so i just (laughs) i do what i'm told but uh you know i i just feel different yeah i mean it, it is what it is, but I, as long as we're playing football, yeah. we're playing volleyball, and we're having our tennis invite tomorrow, and we're golfing, and we're traveling, and, you know, things are different. I just feel like they're a little bit different than we were dealing with last year. A lot going on, especially at home next week. The volleyball team will have their invite yep. next Saturday. The football team comes up to play North Platte. By the way, North Platte leads Fremont at the half, 27 to nothing, and they haven't thrown the ball one time. We will have that North yeah. Platte Carney game on ESPN 1460 and 92.1. So for the fans as it stands now, nothing changes coming to a home event next week? Correct. Uh, the only thing obviously for volleyball, uh, we'll play Fremont at home on Tuesday, so everybody will have to be in mass. If they're not eating, if they're not having concessions, or obviously they're not playing, um, they'll have to be in a mass inside. Um, but outside activities, as of right now, um, you do not have to wear a mask unless you go inside somewhere. So How's the first month of the season gone? I know, uh, you know we're in week two for football and volleyball and cross country, but we've yep. already had some softball. We've had some golf. We've had some yep. tennis. Uh, I know the golf team uh, improved their score today uh, as well. Yep, absolutely. You know, we got some, got some uh, different team starters, different kids that are playing key roles in volleyball and softball, new coaches in those two sports. Um, obviously, Coach Carson will bring that team around. We got our tennis invite tomorrow. Salisbury's off to a great start with the boys. Uh, cross country's running their first meets tomorrow. So, you know, band obviously is rocking and rolling. So all activities are going really good right now. Uh, new coaches are filling out their team and, and some of their youth and maybe experience, but uh, obviously, we got our invite, our volleyball invite this this coming week. We got our cross country invite, uh, same day as we host North Platte. So it's going to be a busy week next week, especially with the short week. Uh, but a lot of home activities next week, and and want to invite everybody out and, and come come support the Bearcats. You know, there's still things that we've just talked about, but at Kearney High, we've had so much. We had first we have the new school, yep. then we have the activities, then we have the COVID, and now finally maybe. <laughs> I mean, you've come in in that time yep. as a new athletic director. We, we've added baseball. We've done yep. some different things in there. Uh, maybe it's a settled down year for Carney High. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. But, no, we'll, you know, I think I feel great about where we're going and, and feel great about the sponsors and the leaders or the sponsors and the coaches we have leading our programs and our athletics. And, um, you know, it's just – 
I, I, we love Kearney. Uh, I love working at Kearney High School and, and love the kids we have there and obviously all the people that go into making uh, Kearney High activities roll on a day-to-day basis. Obviously love love the coverage that you guys give us and, and uh, just great overall support for Kearney. And uh, I think we'll get through this, you know, short time period and, and hopefully things get back to, you know, nice and comfortable and everybody's happy. We mentioned the sports. You throughout the band. There's all kinds of activities that's going on in the auditorium and things yep. like that. What else uh, do the fans uh, and the and the alum of the Bearcats? I mean, again, you just had the Hall of Fame last yep. week. I should bring that yeah. up. That went well. Yes, we had a great class. You know, we didn't have anybody inducted last last year because of COVID and the restrictions. So we held off on some uh, inductees. And yeah, you talk about a great class we had there. And uh, halftime went a little bit too long, but that's all right. We it was a great class. It was a great uh, first game at home versus Grand Island. Um, you know, we got, uh, obviously, we got a great uh, home slate of football games this year. So, I mean, you got, you had Grand Island there. We got Bellevue West coming out. We got Elkhorn South coming out, homecoming against Lincoln High. So, I mean, just a nice slate of home games and, and, and able to welcome everybody in. So, but no, I think the year is off to a great start and we'll make adjustments when necessary, but everybody seems to be doing a really good job with that. Last minute with Kearney High Athletic Director Ryan Hogue. You're down on the sidelines. What's it like down there tonight? You know, I, you know, the first possession, you know, they took it down. We held them, blocked the kick, took, took it all the way down the score. And um, I think we'll make some good adjustments at halftime here. That pick six looked kind of hurt and wish it was only 14 7, but. Um, I think we I think we got the ability to move the ball on them. Uh, we just got to maybe tighten up defensively a little bit, and I think uh, we'll make some adjustments at halftime and do that. And the Bearcats do get the ball to start the third quarter, so obviously an important series. Ryan, anything else before we let you go? No, it's always a pleasure. All right, buddy. Thanks. All right. Enjoy Thank the you. second half. Athletic Director Ryan Hogue. Again, we will have Carney football next Friday. And then uh, a w- two weeks from yesterday, we have the Carney Grand Island volleyball match coming up on Thursday, the 16th. And that is some of what we've got going on with Carney High action. 21 to 7. We'll be back, take a look at the first half stats and a whole lot more right after this on Power 99. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Kearney and Grand Island. The quarterback counts on his O-line for protection in the pocket. You can count on me, Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau insurance agent, and McKenzie to protect your family's blindside no matter what life throws at you. We are here to handle all your auto, home, life, and business insurance needs. Don't scramble around working with multiple insurance companies. Contact us today at 308-234-2222 and see how we can help protect what matters most. Call me, Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau agent, or McKenzie at 308-234-2222. Don't panic when you're locked out. Call the Lockmobile, emergency lockout service for commercial and residential property. Full-service locksmith makes original keys for your classic old or new vehicle. One call unlocks them all. 308-234-2177 or stop in 1015 Central Avenue, Kearney. Doug Guda back with you here on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Grand Island Hastings, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. 21-7 Omaha Burke leading Kearney High here at the half. Let's go ahead and take a look at the numbers we have in the first half. First off, for the Bearcats, 
Parker Weiss, five carries for 43 yards. Chris Dutenhofer, four carries for 23 yards. Riley Miller, five carries, 16 yards. And then one bad snap out there that uh, was a six-yard loss. So 15 rushes for 76 yards in the football game through the air. Miller is 5 of 9, had that pick 6 late in the first half. He also has the touchdown pass that has Carney on the board, a 23-yarder from uh, Riley Miller to Caden Miller that completed the first drive of the football game. 46 yards through the air, 76 on the ground. That's 122 yards in the first half, resulting in 8 first downs. Now remember... 81 of those yards came on the opening drive of the football game. Now they have the one turnover, the pick six, one punt for 49 yards, and one penalty for five yards here in the first half for Carney High. We will come back and take a look at the first half numbers for Omaha Burke right after this on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Many cars that were new and bare frame and alignment of Carney started in business are now classics. And the family that has owned bare frame and alignment over those 60 years knows that taking care of their customers' cars is just like taking care of their families. Trust them with your car. Bareframeandalignment.com Masters True Value proudly supports all area athletes on and off the field. For great service after the sale, shop Masters True Value, East Highway 30, Carney, Locally owned and operated. Andy and his crew are masters of all things hardware. Shop local for great service. Wynn Nelson in Kearney is your one-stop shop for all your plumbing and power tool needs. Located at 2621 West 24th Street in Kearney. Wynn Nelson proudly supports this broadcast and wishes the athletes good luck. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. As Omaha Burke returns from the locker room here, they have to go up the stairs into the school. So it's up the stairs, down the stairs for these teams if they elect to go into the locker room at any point pregame or at halftime. Here's a look at the numbers I had in the first half for Omaha Burke. Donovan Moody, their leading running back, 10 carries, 103 yards on the ground. Brandon Rummel came in, one carry, negative four. The big back, the 250-pound senior, Carmelo Gross, two carries for 15 yards. The first carry was 19 yards, and they got him behind the line of scrimmage for negative four. And the quarterback, Cooper Katsky, seven carries for 51 yards. 20 rushing attempts here in the first half for 165 yards on the ground. Katsky doesn't go down the field. Uh, that is, I know, one of the things Carney was worried about. And so by maybe being a little deeper in the defensive backfield, it's been tougher to limit this run game. But Katsky has put it up nine times. He's completed six of those. The longest is for 15 yards, but he has two touchdowns, a four-yarder to Starks and a seven-yarder to Nelson. So 35 through the air, 165 on the ground. That's an even 200 yards for 12 first downs. They haven't punted. They don't have a turnover. And Burke doesn't have a penalty. We've only seen one flag thrown in this game. Well, they did have a second flag, but it was a, a false start that Carney went ahead and declined. Our scoring drive brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. For Omaha Burke, 
They received the ball. Carney kicked it out of bounds. They moved it from the 35 all the way down to the Bearcats 7 where their drive stalled and the uh, 24-yard field goal attempt was blocked. So Carney took over at the 19-yard line, moved it 81 yards, did a lot of it on the ground. Weiss had 30 yards. Uh, Dutenhofer had a nice carry. And then Miller, a 23-yard touchdown pass. Caden hauls it in. Makes it 7 to nothing when Dakin adds the extra point, 6.09 to go in the first quarter. Then on the first play of the second quarter, it was only the second drive for Omaha Burke. They decided not to attempt another field goal when they got down to the four-yard line, and Cooper Katsky hit Trey Starks on fourth and goal from four yards out. Warden adds the kick, 11.56 to go second quarter. It's 7-7. Carney goes three and out, and then a 69-yard drive after a 49-yard Tanner Johnson punt. Katsky hits Nelson with a seven-yard completion. The extra point was good, 6.26 to go in the half, 14-7. Carney's next possession, Devin Jackson, a pick six from 50 yards out, right in the middle of the field, really nobody around him. He made a nice athletic play. It wasn't really underthrown, but the receivers were behind him, and he makes the pick, and there was nobody there to run him down as he took it down the Burke sideline. The kick was good, 21-7 to with 3.47 to go. Carney then moved the football. They got the ball after it was kicked out of bounds, moved it down inside the 40-yard line, but took a four-yard loss, and then an errant snap had a six-yard loss, faced third and 20 with under a minute to go, and Coach Cool just decided to let the clock run down and take it to half. And that's where we are at at halftime. It's Omaha Burke 21 and Kearney High 7. Our field conditions are brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed. Science with service delivering success. Of course, it's a turf field here at Burke. Has been for a while, but they've done so many renovations with the scoreboard. It's a video board. A lot of this to do with track, but the field is outstanding, and they've even paved the parking lot on the visitor's side for the first time ever. That used to just be White Rock Burke Parks on the east side, the visitors, or when you come for the state track meet, especially for you that volunteer, they've paved it, and it looks beautiful. And that's our field condition report brought to you by Impact Ag Partners. The second half is... Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at downeydrilling.com. Central Hydraulic Systems and Equipment Company is your local and regional source for hydraulic sales, service, and repair. Located in Kearney at 1841 Avenue H. Good luck to all area student-athletes from Central Hydraulic Systems. O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home wish all the athletes good luck. We offer opportunities for families to create healing moments after loss, help you discover ways to pay tribute, and allow you to love, laugh, and live well again. O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, honoring lives, cherishing memories. You're listening to High School Football on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Pleasanton, and Hazard, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda with you on this Friday night as we're ready to get the second half underway. 
The Bearcats will receive the football. James Warden to kick it away. He has not put it in the end zone yet. He kicked it out of bounds once, but their coverage has been outstanding. Let's see what Carney High can do here. Miller on the far side. As we're ready for second half football, Burke up 21-7. And the kick comes to the near pylon. It'll be taken at the 8-yard line. And that'll be taken there by Ruling. He goes to the other side, 20-25, has room, 30-35. Pounces off one man to the 40, out to the 42, the 43. I think the kicker, Warden, actually had to get over there and slow him down. Also on the coverage was Katsky, but a big return there by Xander Ruling to get things started. And Carney will have it first and 10 at the 43-yard line. And they never stop the clock. They've had some clock issues here tonight about getting them to run the clock and getting them to stop the clock. Carney Heil let them know what they need to do with the clock, whether they're ahead or behind. <laughs> but a great return there. And Carney starts with their best field position of the ball game at the 43, first down and 10. They'll have to adjust the clock, probably take about 10, 11 seconds off. Right now it sets at 11.30. As we start the second half, halftime, Grand Island and Pius are 14-all. Wahoo leading Adams Central 7-0. Kearney Catholic leading Gothenburg 32-0. Those games are at half. Broken Bow still a 6-0 lead over St. Paul at halftime. Donovan Trumbull leading Gibbon 12-7 on the breeze at half. Archbishop Bergen 38-0 over Central Catholic at the half. Of course, Bergen is the number one team in C2 and the defending state runner-up. Wilbur Claytonia 23, Sutton 22, and they're just getting to halftime. First down and 10. Monster shift. Trips from the left. They all move to the right. Four wide receivers to the short side of the field. They give it to Weiss. Want to follow the blockers on the right side. He gets the first down into Burke territory across the 45, and they'll mark him out of bounds at about the 45, maybe the 44. Nice carry on the first play from scrimmage here. A gain of 12 for Parker Weiss. Weiss only had five carries in the first half, but he did pick up 43 yards. 24 offensive snaps for Carney. They're trying to go quick. Low snap. Miller wants to go for it all down the right sideline. His man has the defender beat, but it's over the wide receiver ruling's head, and it'll bring up second down. So second down and 10. Stopping the clock. And again, the clock is still off the mark here. Only 16 seconds of run off on a kickoff in two plays. Nonetheless, second down and 10 here for the Bearcats on the opening drive at the Burke 45-yard line. Miller takes the snap, wants to throw again. Pump fake cover, now scrambles in some trouble. Has to run with the football, and he's able to get back to the line of scrimmage. He was hit in the backfield and avoided the ankle tackle, and Devin Jackson brings him down at the line of scrimmage. So he gets back to the original marker, moves it from the right hash to the left hash, and it's going to be third down and 10. Don't forget Husker football tomorrow on the Breeze 94.5. Our pregame at 7, kickoff at 11 against Fordham. Hastings College football will be on KHAS Radio, 104.1 FM, 1230 AM. Pregame at noon, kickoff at 1. They play out at the number two team in the country and defending national runner-up, Northwestern of Iowa. Third down and 10. The blitz is on. They throw the screen on it. It is complete out here to Ndugwa, but he's knocked down after a short two-yard game. Great play by Donovan Moody. 
Boy, the screen against the blitz, that's supposed to work every time, but Moody came over and covered it after a gain of just two, and now Carney has to bring out the punting unit. Trotting out there, Austin Young, part of special teams, Hudson Bertrand. And at the 43-yard line, a promising start, but some incomplete passes and a scramble. And ready to punt it away will be Tanner Johnson at a 49-yarder. And again, Burke puts nobody back. Low snap, they rush it. The kick is away. Let's see if they can get it to die inside the 10. A lot of roll, and it's inside the 10 to the 5, and it's going to die at about the 6-yard line. That is a 37-yard punt with no return. And it will be Omaha Burke. And Carney hasn't stopped them. They did not stop them in the first half at all. There was a blocked field goal, and they scored on their other two possessions and had a pick six. So we'll see how things change up here. 29 offensive snaps, as we said, for Omaha Burke and 24 for Carney in that first half. They will start at the six-yard line, and as they stand in the pistol here, for quarterback Cooper Katsky, he will take the snap at about his own two-yard line, and he is going to hand it to Moody, tries to find some room off the left side, and he is able to keep his feet, get to the 10 before he's pushed out of bounds. Carney thought that they had him stopped in the backfield, but a lot of yards after contact tonight for the Burke Bulldogs. It's going to be a game of four. Moody had 103 yards on the ground in the first half of play. Ten minutes to go. Exactly here in quarter number three, stopping the clock, running out of bounds. Same pistol on the far hash. Checks for motion. Toss sweep. Moody, big hole right side, 15. Gets out to the 20, and he'll be brought down out around the 22-yard line. Tackle is made by Evan Poland, but a first down for Omaha Burke. And Donovan Moody brings it from the 10 out to the 22-yard line and a gain of 12. Checking the sidelines, and they like to go quickly, but with a 14-point lead, they don't want to go too quick here. In control of the football game right now with Carney High. First down and 10 at their own 22-yard line. Katsky takes the snap. Little counter play here for Moody, and he gets away from a shirt sleeve tackle. Gets out to the 25, and again pushed out of bounds. Coach Lamangi might tell his young man when you get over here, try to duck it back up inside because they don't want that clock to be stopping. It's a gain on the play out to the 25-yard line of about two, maybe three. 122 yards now for Donovan Moody. We'll call it second down and seven. Looking things over, looking to the wide side of the field here is Katsky, where he has two wideouts, now throws to the left side, and just sitting down at the 29-yard line, they call it a completion, a gain of four. And again, Katsky has went one time down the field early in this football game. He took a shot down the field for Donovan, or excuse me, for Devin Jackson, and he overshot him. And that's the only time he has went down the field, and they haven't had to. Third down and about three yards to go here. Twins to the wide, single to the short side. And now trying to get Carney to draw him off sides. They'll look back to the sideline, reset the play. Katsky takes the snap. 
He will keep it himself off the right side. He is going to be hit as he gets up to the 30 to the 31, and that is right at the first down marker. He drugged the pile with him a little bit in Dugua. Among those on the bottom of the pile, Parker Weiss. Don't think he got it, though. It's going to be fourth down and one. A gain of two, and they are looking to go for it. This is a big play. If Carney could somehow get a stop here, the ball is at their own 31-yard line, bringing in some bigger personnel. They might go with Carmelo Cross right here. Carney started to switch their punt team out there, but it doesn't look like that's what's going to happen. They are lining up to go for it in that offset eye. Katsky takes the snap, pitches it to Cross. The 250-pound back has the first down as he comes across the 35 out to the 37-yard line and a gain of six. Carmelo Cross, his third carry of the football game. And Dutenhofer tonight appears to be leading the team in tackles. Pleasanton has taken a 16-0 lead over Axtell, eight minutes to go in the third quarter of play. And we will keep you up to date on our Platte River Preps scoreboard. You can follow along as well at platteriverpreps.com. So first down and 10 here. The 12th, excuse me, the 13th first down, and we're going to have a reverse. They get it to Trey Starks around the right side. Here are clips all over the place. He's at the 35. He's at the 32, but it's coming back. Everybody that had a hanky threw it. (laughs) I think Parker Weiss got clipped on that play right as he turned the corner. And so the illegal block will wipe out a nice 30-yard reverse to Trey Starks. They're officially going to call it a hold. First down and 10. The flags actually came down the field a little bit, so it won't be a total of a 10-yard penalty. It'll be a 10-yard penalty, but there was some forward motion on this. And that'll be the first penalty of the ball game called on Omaha Burke. So Trey Starks going to be given credit for about a five-yard run. And then the penalty from that mark will make it first down and 15, move it back to the 32-yard line. So the first little bit of trickery that we have seen from the Burke Bulldogs here in this contest. So first down and 15, ball here on the Carney hash. They want to go with a short little pass. The ball's tipped in the air by Ndugwa, and did Carney get it? No. There were three Bearcats there, and Ndugwa got his paw on it. He dove after it. Also in the zip code that time were a couple of linemen on the play in Nolan and also Noah Molina. Carney needs something like that to happen. Force a turnover. Of course, there's only been one turnover in the game, but that was a pick six, a 50-yard interception return by Devin Jackson with just under four minutes to go in the third quarter. It's still 21-7. Burke here, mid-third. Toss to Moody. Weiss strings it out. He cuts it back inside to the 35, out to the 37-yard line before he's tripped up. Dudenhofer's over there again, but Weiss made him change his angle, and that really slowed the play down. It's going to be a gain of... Five on the play. It'll be third down and ten. Carney needs a stop. Burke has not punted the ball game, punted the ball in the game tonight. 21-7 Burke, 6.25 to go third quarter. Carney got into Burke territory, had to punt. This is Burke's first possession. Twins to the wide side. Katsky takes the low snap. 
in the pocket. Some pressure, throws over the middle of the field. There's the pick. Parker Weiss at the 45. Right sideline, 40. Then he's hammered from behind, and the ball's fumbled. The ball is loose over by the Burke sideline. I think it might have went out of bounds. Burke celebrating like they might have covered it. Let's see what the official says. You can see him getting right on the sideline. The referee says, no, it's Carney Ball. So Parker Weiss comes up with the interception, and Dugla was putting, again, pressure up the middle. And the first turnover of the ball game for Omaha Burke. Roseberry was up in there, as well as Dugla and Weiss picks it off, returns it officially to the 29-yard line of Omaha Burke. And now the Bearcats... Maybe they can get a little enthusiastic on their sideline with 5.55 to go here in quarter number three, trailing by a score of 21-7. to First down and 10, Dutenhoff in the back. They give it to him on a counter trap. He gets inside the 25. They stand him up at the 24 and a gain of five. So bruising him a little bit with the bigger back. Both teams have that bigger back. Uh, Weiss has put on some pounds since last year. He's up to 205, but Dutenhofer, they list him at 170. It just doesn't seem that way. Parker's a lot taller. just seems like Chris is a little bit more of that. They always call him the bowling ball. But he will take it up inside. Parker has taken it basically out of the outside. Second down. Quarterback Miller wants to keep it, and he has just swarmed under. That has not worked tonight. Tried to go option short side. Dutenhofer cut it back to the left side. It wasn't a busted play. That's what they wanted to do, but a loss of two on the play for Miller. So they've got him behind the line of scrimmage three times, and it looks like we have our first cramp up of the night here for one of the Burke players, and our entry report is brought to you by our friends at Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. So we do have a stoppage of play here with exactly five minutes to go in the third quarter. Carney has it third and seven at the Burke 26, but Burke leads it. 21 to 7. See us at Detterdings for the exact grill you want. We have a great selection of top quality pellet grills, gas grills, and the big green egg, the last grill you'll ever need to buy. Detterdings and Carney and Grand Island, also at Detterdings.com. Choose better things at Detterdings. It's a quality of life. Five stations. 1230 KHS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Platte Riverpreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports, your music. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Third down and seven. Miller will take the snap, throws it underneath short. It's complete, but way short of the first down here. He finds Myers over there on the far sideline. It's a gain of about three. Well, now they're going to move it forward to about the 23. So a gain of three. It'll be fourth down and four. And Carney had a spot now in the ball game, down 14 with 4.10 to go in the third, that they're going to have to go for it. They could try a field goal from here, but that probably isn't 
going to be enough tonight. So four wideouts. Miller in the backfield with Weiss blocking. Fake the handoff. Quick little slant contact. Tried to get it to Bertrand. Can't hold on. The helmet flies off the defender. And the ball falls incomplete. And Omaha Burke will take over. Miller has a two-yard completion, a three-yard completion on that drive, and that is it. So after the interception, Carney not able to turn it over into points. And Omaha Burke will take over at their own 23-yard line. 21-7. And Carney's defense is going to again have to find a way to step up here. And the Burke student section really getting into it along the far sideline. The big back is in the backfield again here for Kratzky, and he is going to turn and hand it off, and that's going to be Moody, excuse me. He slid back in there. Spin move up to the 25-yard line. Didn't get much. And a gain of two. One of the few times that they have kept Donovan Moody in line. 103 yards in the first half. He has five carries for 26 yards here in the second half. It'll be second down and nine. Don't forget... We have the Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show 10 o'clock every Friday night this year here on Power 99 to keep you updated on scores from across the state. Second and nine. A little defensive adjustment. Pitch play Moody. Hit in the backfield. Penalty flags coming in. They'll get him behind the line of scrimmage. I think you're going to see a hold coming here. Hopefully not a face mask. I think it's going to be a hold. Yeah. Because, again, when Carney gets into the backfield, you've got some big boys and they almost made the tackle behind the line of scrimmage, and then they have to fight it off, and that's where we saw the hold. Tanner Johnson got back there in the backfield that time, and again, this might be a penalty that Carney declines. No, they are going to accept the penalty. It would have been third and long. Now it's going to be second and even longer, so no penalties in the first half, two holding penalties here in the third quarter. For Omaha Burke, and that'll move the ball all the way back to the 10. Carney again needs to step up here, not give up a big play. It is second down and 23. Burke at their own 10. 3.14 to go third quarter. Burke leading at 21-7. That was the score at halftime. Moody in the backfield with three wideouts here for Katsky. Sends his tight end in motion to the right side. Rolling out. Katsky looking under pressure. He's hitting the backfield. Spins free momentarily, but Carney will get the sack. At the seven-yard line, the Bearcats come crashing through there, and that's going to be Grabenstein again. He's been back there two or three times tonight, and they'll mark the ball at about the eight-yard line, a loss of two that officially is the first sack of the ball game for either team. There have been some tackles for loss, but those were on design run plays. Now, does Coach Lamonji play it safe, or does he take a shot? Third and 25 at their own eight, but a 14-point cushion right now for Burke. What win we have would be at their back if they have to punt for the first time. Katsky, yep, they just hand it off to Moody, and he doesn't get much. In fact, they're going to bring in the second running back in Rummel. He'll crash across the five-yard line. He'll be about to the, or across the 10, he'll be out to about the 14, a gain of five. And for the first time tonight, we will see Omaha Burke send out their punt team. Standing in his own end zone is David Sortino, the punter. And Carney giving him a lot of respect, standing in their own end of the field at the 45. The ball's marked at the 14. 
using some clock here. Good snap to Sortino. Rush is there. It's a high, very short kick. Carney tries to get a fair catch, and it's actually going to go out of bounds into the Burke sideline. Carney will take over in Burke territory, waiting to see where they officially mark the football here. I'm not sure that even got to the 40, and it did not. They're going to mark that at about the 36-yard line. 35, 30. Heck, they're going to mark it at the 30. And that is only a 16-yard punt. So Carney High has done a couple of good things here defensively. Now can they take advantage and get back to a one-score game? 140 to go in the third. Burke 21, Carney 7. But the Bearcats will take over at the Burke 30-yard line. They've moved the ball a little bit but had trouble inside the red zone. First and 10, Carney. Miller takes the snap. Option to the wide side. It's well covered. Weiss has to make a catch. He's lucky they didn't fumble the football. And he'll be brought down behind the line of scrimmage. Crashing out on that right end again. Give some great credit to Alec Cook. Also in there trying to make something happen, Jalen White. But Carney goes backwards immediately. A five-yard loss for Parker Weiss. And it is second down and 15. Carney doesn't want to have to throw the football. They haven't had a ton of success. They are now 7 out of 13 for 51 yards. Second and long. Miller hands it to Weiss. Halfback pass. Parker Weiss has a wide receiver, but it's underthrown. Luckily, the defensive back fell down for Omaha Burke. Trying to get it to Braden Anderson down the right sideline. And the man that slipped on the play that could have had the interception is still down. And that appears to be Zakai Parrott. I don't know if he twisted an ankle because it doesn't look like it's a cramp. So he is down at the 20-yard line. But now it's going to be third down and 15 coming up for Kearney. 113 to go in the third quarter. 21-7 Omaha Burke. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back into the game of life. We'll be right back. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. So Parrott will get up and gingerly walk off the field. It looks like he probably be okay. Just slip on this turf. Again, we talk about this quite a bit. Carney also had a man down on that play. And limping off the field is going to be Evan Poland, who's been playing well tonight. So each team had a guy being looked at. And hopefully Evan's going to be okay. Looks like they'll just take a quick look at him over here on the sideline. So Carney High, we had a penalty on the play. They have moved the ball for a first down, apparently roughing the passer maybe. There could not have been interference. And it's a first down for Carney. Nobody up here saw that flag, so a break for the Bearcats. First and 10 at the 19. Miller hands it off to Dutenhofer, and he's going to get a yard to the 19-yard line. And they're doing a little bit better job of containing Dutenhofer here. 
Because where the penalty was, defensive holding would not have negate would not have given us the yard marker where we are at. So I'm guessing it had to be roughing the passer. There was nothing around where the ball landed. As we said, the defensive back Parrott slipped, or he would have picked it off. So it was underthrown. So the Bearcats will get the football here. Second down and nine at the 19. And Dugwa is at the tight end of the right side. They'll send Anderson in motion. Riley Miller takes the snap, fakes the handoff, quarterback draw, makes a man miss to the 15, stretches forward to about the 11-yard line. That's going to be awful close. He'll be just short of the first down. It's going to be a gain of seven on a designed quarterback run. And that'll bring up third down and a couple. They're going to put his knee down at the 12, so it's about two and a half yards here. He needs to just get across the 10. Doesn't have to get to the 9, but he does have to cross the 10. And the third quarter will run out. Our score remains the same. Carney's threatening, but it's still Omaha Burke 21, Carney 7 on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Do you want a quality seed that has focus on being local, building relationships that last, and has proven performance that's specific to where you farm? Choose Prairie Valley. With a focus on local research in eight regions throughout their footprint, Prairie Valley has the data to back up the performance of their locally specific hybrids and varieties, specialized to achieve the highest quality and yield where you need it most. No matter where you farm, Prairie Valley has the seed for where you are. Find a local dealer and learn more about the seed for where you are at prairievalleyseeds.com. Doug Duda with you on this Friday night from Burke Stadium in Omaha. Thanks again to Athletic Director Jason Williams and the crew here. Carney trailing 21-7. They face a third at about two and a half at the Burke 12 to start the fourth quarter. Anderson in motion from right to left. He'll be the only white out there. Twins to the right side. Miller wants to go to the pack pylon, and it's just a hope and a prayer, and it's caught. It's caught by his favorite receiver, Cousin Caden Miller. Boy, did he put some air under that one, and Miller was able to keep his feet in, fake the slant, and went to the back pylon. What a throw. The two touchdown passes have been identical. Miller to Miller. We had a touchdown by Burke on the first play of the second quarter and a touchdown by Carney on the first play of the fourth quarter, and now it's up to Dakin to try and cut it to seven. And they drop the snap. It's going to be a fire call. Miller trying to run out. Nobody's open. Just throws it into the end zone, and it's going to be picked off. And so it's an eight-point lead. Oh, we got a late flag. Hold on. Hold on. We may get a break here if they roughed Miller. Carney may catch a break. They caught a break on the series to get the touchdown, but the referee threw the penalty flag, but it might be after the play. Let's find out. Let's see exactly what they're going to call. They're going to say the try is no good. And then after the play, personal foul on Omaha Burke. So Carney will get to kick it off from near midfield. Maybe they look at an onside kick right now. Our five points bank touchdown, a 12-yard pass 
from Riley Miller to Cade Miller with 11.55 to go in the game. It's Burke 21 and Carney 13 here on Power 99 and Platinum. Don't panic when you're locked out. Call the Lockmobile, emergency lockout service for commercial and residential property. Full-service locksmith makes original keys for your classic old or new vehicle. One call unlocks them all. 308-234-2177 or stop in 1015 Central Avenue, Kearney. Many cars that were new and bare frame and alignment of Kearney started in business are now classics. And the family that has owned bare frame and alignment over those 60 years notes that taking care of their customers' cars is just like taking care of their families. Trust them with your car. BearFrameAndAlignment.com Masters True Value proudly supports all area athletes on and off the field. For great service after the sale, shop Masters True Value, East Highway 30, Kearney. Locally owned and operated, Andy and his crew are masters of all things hardware. Shop local for great service. Wynn Nelson and Kearney is your one-stop shop for all your plumbing and power tool needs. Located at 2621 West 24th Street in Kearney. Wynn Nelson proudly supports this broadcast and wishes the athletes good luck. Well, it was only a 30-yard drive for the Bearcats. They had an interception, couldn't convert on fourth down, but then they're able to get a nice stop and a 16-yard punt was all Omaha Burke could handle. The ball is actually placed at the 45-yard line of Burke. I would be shocked if we don't see an onside kick. He's going to try and pooch it into that open area and see if it'll hit the ground, and they have to dive on it, Burke does, at the 15-yard line, and cover the football there was Christian Jones. So Carney could have just kicked it into the end zone, but they do the right thing here. They get at least a few yards of field position, tried to pop that wedge shot into the donut hole, what we talk about in volleyball, and Jones had to come up and dive for it, and by doing that, he was on the ground, so the ball will be at the 14-yard line with all of the fourth quarter to go, 21-13, Burke. So for the second time in a row, they start inside their own 20, and the quarterback, Katsky, will hand it off Moody again. Moody breaks off one tackle, and then he's upended there by ruling as he comes out to the 19-yard line. It's a gain of five. Moody, 134 yards on the ground. Again, Burke has two touchdown passes and a 50-yard interception return. Those are their 21 points. Carney, two touchdown passes, Miller to Miller. They hooked up multiple times last week. They do it again tonight. It's on the defense, though, right now for Carney. They've got to continue to slow this football team down. Fake the jet sweep. It's a little toss forward and look out at the 20-25-30. And up there is Devin Jackson across the 30 to the 32-yard line. Again, that's just instead of handing it off behind him on a jet sweep, they pitch it forward. So that will move the ball as a pass play from the 19 to the 32-yard line. And that's a gain of 13. First down and 10 at their own 32-yard line. Burke, who was drilled last week by number one Bellevue West, and didn't get to play last year. Trying for their first win then since 19. Handed off to Moody. Got his foot stuck in the turf as he tried to make a cut and falls just across the 35-yard line. So a short gain on first of three yards. It'll be second down and seven. Don't forget, we'll also have Bearcat football next Friday. We'll swing that over to ESPN, 92.1 FM and 15, uh, 1460 AM against North Platte, who is drubbing Fremont tonight. They are really off to a hot start. All right, second down and seven at their own 35. 
Echternock, who's done a great job as a blocking tight end. They do it again. They hand it off to Moody. Moody's upended. There's Ndugwa to make the tackle. Also off the bottom of the pile here for the Bearcats is going to be Grabenstein. Those two's names have been called a lot. It's a gain of three more. And that'll bring up third down and a solid four yards to go. Can the Bearcats come up with another third down stop? Let's find out. On third and fourth, their own 38. Carney jumped. He didn't cross the line of scrimmage, so they didn't do anything. Nose tackle move, but he didn't cross the line of scrimmage. So they snap it high and back to pass. Grabstein, he's being pursued. He fumbled the football, but he's able to cover it back at the 28-yard line. The ball has definitely bounced the way of Burke, and now the Carney defender that was coming after him has cramped up and is able to pop right back up. So a sack on the play. Cash Roseberry comes up with that great play. He's a little cramped up and a loss all the way back to the 27-yard line. That's a loss of 11 on the play the first time, second time they've got to Katsky. And now the second punt of the ball game. The last one went 16 yards. He'll snap it. It started his own 12. The punter is David Sortino. And now we get some penalty flags. And when the referee throws the flag, that usually means an offensive penalty. The line judge also threw it, so let's see what we get here. Carney's got a little cushion, but they don't want to jump off sides, and it's going to be on Omaha Burke. So after being clean in the first half, that is the fourth penalty for 40 yards here in the second half on Burke, moving the ball back to their own 22-yard line. Pleasanton up on Axtell, 22-0. Scott's Bluff leading Hastings going into the fourth, 34-0. Been a tough start to the season for Hastings. So Sortino awaits the snap here at his own eight-yard line. Carney should get good field position here, but they're down eight. And a good snap. Here comes some pressure. Again, the ball's high and very short. It will bounce at midfield. It takes a Carney bounce all the way back to the Burke 43-yard line. That's only a 21-yard punt. Special teams all of a sudden becoming big in the game. Carney did not execute their second extra point as they dropped the snap, and now two very short punts by Omaha Burke. Carney trying to find a way to get this thing tied up. Nebraska volleyball into the fourth set. Georgia has done well with them today after they went five sets earlier today in their game with Omaha. So Carney will take over first down and 10 at the Burke 43-yard line. Still all kinds of time, 9.04 to go in the game. And Miller, option out here to Dutenhofer, cuts it back up, makes a move with the 40. He's up to the 35, and he'll be drunk down from behind. Good pursuit there by one of the fastest men in the state of Nebraska. There's Jackson again, but Dutenhofer picks up good yardage, had a good juke in the backfield to bring it inside the 40 to the 36-yard line. That's going to be a gain of seven solid yards. Don't forget when we're done, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll have the final stats for you and score updates. This game is actually moving right along. Last week we had the ambulance issue and didn't get done till almost 10. Here it's 8.50 and we got eight minutes to go. Carney would take overtime. They're down eight. Here's a trap play inside. The ball's fumbled, but it bounces right back up into the belly of Ryan Green. Green the first time. And Miller 
I think, kind of stuck it up on his arm a little bit. And Carney will lose a yard. Maybe not even that. We'll say no gain on the play. It'll be third down. And again, you're in two-down territory, but the Bearcats need something positive here. Need to move the chains at the 32. Quick snap. It's going to be a direct run up the field by Miller, and he is going to be short of the first down inside the 35 to the 34. It'll be fourth down and one. They tried to go quick. Miller got two. But again, there's a whole host of Burke defenders. Alec Cook in there again. Rummel's been in there. And a big play coming up for Carney. It's fourth, and where they marked it, it's going to be at least a yard and a half. It's closer to two than it is to one. The ball just inside the 35. They need to get to the 33. Do you take the shot right here? Everybody's in the box. Caden Miller. Now they move Alexander. Empty to the right side here. Hard count. Offsides on Omaha Burke. They were able to make the left defensive end, Jalen White, jump. They sent Anderson in motion. The other time that they did that tonight, they ran counter back to where the motion was from. So Jalen knew it was coming to his side. And that happened earlier to Carney. Their only penalty was when that happened to them. And now a five-yard offside penalty will move the chains here for the Bearcats. Should be their 15th first down, equaling the first downs of Burke. First and 10, ball at the 29-yard line of the Bulldogs. Miller back to pass. Could we see it for a third time? Under pressure, has to tuck it up and run. He's going to be hit from behind as he comes inside the 25 to the 24-yard line. He gets up quickly, but they still have a lot of time. How about Alec Cook again on the tackle? That'll move the ball five more yards here. And bring up second down and five. 6.20 to go in the ball game. 21-13, Omaha Burke. Carney dropped the snap on their last touchdown, so they didn't get a PAT. Trips to the left side here. Miller to the right side, looking again. Miller to Miller, some contact. He overshoots him this time. The coverage by Brayton Nelson. As Riley was going for Caden, they set the trips to one side. They've loved to put Caden one-on-one. It doesn't matter if it's a short or the wide side of the field. And the ball falls incomplete. It'll bring up third down and five. Carney at the 24-yard line. It would be a very interesting decision if they don't convert here on third down. Would you take a chance on a field goal because there's no guarantee of a two-point conversion? Although we do remember the last two-point conversion that Carney had down here in Omaha last year. Same formation. Miller short side trips to the left side. Pressure. Blitz is on. Miller's got a dump at the ball's tipped, and it is almost intercepted by a lineman. The ball was tipped on the blitz by Kristen Jones, and diving for it was Jaden Knight, a 325-pound defensive lineman, and he almost caught it. So it is fourth down and five yards to go at the 24-yard line. This would be a 41-yard field goal. 6.02 to go. Carney will get one more possession, and it looks like they're going to go for it. So the Burke fans starting to make some real noise on the far side. Anderson out wide left. Myers is the slot. Bertrand is the tight end of that side. Miller takes the snap. Right side slot. Miller caught it. First down, 15-yard line. Nelson makes the tackle at the 14. Carney snapped it quickly because they weren't sure how much time was left on the play clock. And that is a gain of 10 for the Bearcats. 
First down and 10 at the 14. The clock winds under six minutes to go. Great job, Riley Miller hitting Caden again. That pass was just a tick behind him, so he came back with the left shoulder and hauled it in. That wasn't the easiest catch. First and 10 at the 14. The offensive line doing their job. Quarterback draw inside the 12, the 11. He keeps his feet dragging to the 10 before he is pushed forward by Michael McGovern. A four-yard gain on the quarterback draw for Riley Miller. Trying to grind things out here. No matter what happens, there's still going to be time on the clock for Omaha Burke. And we've got a shoe that came off here, so a little equipment for Carney High. Let's see if we can give you a quick update on the PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. And at last check, it is Grand Island 21, Pius 14 in the fourth at the half. Bennington led Aurora 35-23. Northwest led Garing 34-0. Scott's Bluff 40-0 over Hastings in the fourth quarter. Wahoo still leads Adams Central 7-0 in the fourth. Broken Bow leads St. Paul 12-6 in the fourth quarter. In the third, Cozad over Wood River Shelton 14-0. Kearney Catholic leading Gothenburg 38-7. Second down and six. Kearney at the Burke 10-yard line. Down by eight. Anderson motions to the short side. Trips that way. Rolling right. Looking into the end zone and having to toss it away. The ball was tipped. Trying to get to the goal line again there. Looking for the Miller-to-Miller connection. And getting a hand on it defensively for Omaha Burke was Caden Bell. So we have third down and six yards to go. Carney converted a fourth down and three on a 10-yard slant. Stops the clock with 4.46 remaining in the ball game. Wilbur Claytonia leading Sutton in the fourth, 36-22. Donovan Trumbull leading Gibbon, 18-7 in the fourth on the breeze. Also in the fourth, Highline leading Elm Creek, 14-6. Here we go, Carney, third and six at the 10. Fake it to Weiss, right over the middle of the field, and all kinds of traffic. The ball is batted down. There were three Omaha Burke defenders back there, including Tegan Becker and Zakai Parrott. As again, they tried to find the tight end, but another incompletion. They had a four-yard quarterback draw, back-to-back incompletions. Stops the clock with 4.42 to go. 21-13, Omaha Burke. They led 21-7 at the half. Carney gets the call. And so split out wide left is Caden Miller. They've got Myers in the slot left. Anderson to the right side, and we are going to get a timeout called by Omaha Burke, I believe. Their coaching staff was coming over, didn't like what they saw. So the first time out of the second half brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. 4.42 to go in the game, Burke 21, Carney 13, fourth and six for Carney at the 10-yard line when we return. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Doug Duda back with you here on Power 99, PlatteRiverPreps.com. 
In the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth, another key fourth down coming up here for the Bearcats. They converted a fourth and three at the 24, but now not as much room. It's fourth and six at the 10. It's been Miller to Miller. Do they look elsewhere? Anderson hasn't been involved very much offensively in the game. Miller takes the snap, looking left, throwing over the middle, and it is going to be broken up. Ball knocked down at the five-yard line, almost picked off by Devin Jackson. Probably a good thing that Devin didn't pick it off. He would have had a lot of room to roam. And now the game is in the hands of the Omaha Burke offense, which was dominant in the first half. They've moved the ball a little bit, but been a lot more conservative here. Had a couple of pulling penalties that really hurt them. 4.37 to go. Carney has all their timeouts. Burke has it at their own 10. This is a third straight Bulldog possession that has started inside their own 20-yard line. And let's see if they just keep it on the ground here or if they take a shot and open things up through the air. Katsky has only put it up four times and had one pick here in the second half. Katsky takes the snap, toss out to Moody. Moody strung out trying to get to the corner, and he's brought down from behind at the nine-yard line. And Caden Miller coming in from the safety position, able to drop him down for no gain. Moody 103 yards in the first half. He's got 37 here in the second half. 4-10 to go. Plenty of time in the football game, especially if they can hold Burke to three and out here. Move from the left half to the right on that run. And Cooper Katsky on second down and 10. He's going to keep it himself. Started right, nowhere to go. Back up the middle of the field. Gets positive yardage out to about the 13-yard line. Maybe they'll give him the 14. It'll be third with some work to do. The tackle is made by Noah Molina. It will be a gain of four for Katsky. Third down and six. Carney would have really plenty of time if they can get the stop here. Three and a half to go. Katsky and Moody in the backfield. Twins to the right. Single to the left. Coach Lamongi makes the call. Katsky sends his man in motion. Fakes the handoff. Wants to throw. Comes to the backside of the field. Nowhere to go. And the pass is picked off at the 29. To the 20. To the 15. To the 10. And pushed out of bounds near the 8-yard line is Miller. It's Miller time for the second straight week. Pressure on the backside. And Katsky decided to fire it downfield. And the pick is made by Carney's Caden Miller. Two straight possessions with interceptions. And they will mark this down at the 10-yard line. And we do have a Bearcat down on the field again. And I believe that's Cash Roseberry. He got dinged on the last series. And we weren't sure if it was an ankle or a cramp. And it may just be a cramp again as he's trying to walk it off. But great pressure. A play that really they hadn't run. Every time that they had sent Jackson in motion, they had just tossed it to him on the little jet sweep. That time they faked it to him, tried to go backside, and Carney had it covered, plus pressure. So it's first and goal Bearcats at the Burke 10 with 3.09 to go in the ball game. Trailing 21-13. They need the touchdown and the two. Let's start with the six. And Miller going to try and keep it himself and a negative play on first down, and that's what's been killing Carney here lately. Negative plays on first down. 
And coming in there to hammer it away is Jalen White. Also had some help from Christian Jones. It's a loss of four back for Riley Miller to the 14-yard line. So now you're just looking at passing the football. Probably no more runs. It is second and goal at the 14. Max Myers wide left. And they put Caden Miller slot left. Second and goal at the 14. Riley looking, looking for Miller again into the corner of the end zone, but he overshot him that time. Incomplete. Four straight incompletions now for Riley Miller here in the red zone with Carney needing a touchdown to tie, but not being able to get that ball inside the five where they could run it. It's third down. Still 2.27 to go. Carney has all their timeouts. Burke. Two short passing touchdowns and a 50-yard pick six, which right now is one of the biggest plays in the game. That happened with 3.46 to go in the second quarter. It was 7-0 Carney, 21 straight by Burke. Then Carney scored two possessions ago. Third and goal at the 14 for the Bearcats after their second pick. Miller stands in the pocket over the middle. It is caught. Touchdown. And now they need the two-point conversion. When you need it go to the big man in Dugua, and it is a 14-yard touchdown pass by Miller. They had tried that earlier in the ball game, and it got slapped down. Our five points bank touchdown with 2.22 remaining in the game. A 14-yard Miller to his tight end in Dugua. And now they have to go for two. 21-19. Carney has all kinds of things in their bag that they use for two-point conversions. Myers is actually going to be the back of the backfield with Miller. Quick snap, roll to the right, rolling, throwing underneath. Caught! Two-point conversion to Parker Weiss, and we are tied at 21. Weiss got two yards deep, came back a yard, sat down, and we are tied 21-21 with 2.22 to go in the ball game. Great football on week two here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home wish all the athletes good luck. We offer opportunities for families to create healing moments after loss, help you discover ways to pay tribute, and allow you to love, laugh, and live well again. O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, honoring lives, cherishing memories. Central Hydraulic Systems and Equipment Company is your local and regional source for hydraulic sales, service, and repair. Located in Kearney at 1841 Avenue H. Good luck to all area student-athletes from Central Hydraulic Systems. Bearcats to boot it away. Can Dakin drive it through the end zone? Oh, he is full of it. In fact, that hits on the back line 10 yards deep. So Omaha Burke has not been able to score in the second half. Kearney taking advantage of... Their defense has been strong in this second half, and they have now tied the ball game at 21-all. Two second-half interceptions have helped them out. And the third time they got in the red zone, they are finally able to pound that baby in. 14-yard pass to Ndugwa, all set up by the 
interception from Caden Miller that he returned down to the 10. First down and 10 for Omaha Burke. They have two timeouts, 80 yards to go. Remember, they had a field goal blocked on the opening possession of the game. Cooper Katsky in the pistol formation with Moody with him. Back to pass. Short little underneath pass is complete and hit immediately to their speedy wide receiver in Trey Starks. Right on top of him was Anderson. You've also got ruling over there. It is a five-yard completion. They are sure hoping to just break one on an underneath and spin free because they've all got speed. Now trips to the right side. In the hurry up, Katsky steps back three steps, throws to the right side. Big cushion. It's complete to Jackson. He gets to the 35 down the sideline. 40, 45, 50, 45, 40. Jackson to the 20, to the end zone. Touchdown, Burke. It looked like Ndugwa was going to get him and shove him out of bounds after the first down, but some of the plays we saw in the first half we just saw again, a 75-yard touchdown pass, of which about 60 of that was all on Jackson. There is still a minute 42 to go in the game. Our five points bank touchdown, a 75-yarder. Devin Jackson from Katsky, his third touchdown pass. Now the all-important extra point. Remember, they blocked a short field goal earlier from John Warden. And Warden squares up for the extra point. Waiting, waiting. The snap there. The kick is away, and the kick is good. 142 remains in the game. Carney ties it, and then just moments later, two plays, And 80 yards, and Burke takes the lead 28-21. You're listening to High School Football on Power 99. Five stations. 1230 KHS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN Kearney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports, your music. Find the Nordic difference at Detterdings. Nordic hot tubs are an exceptional way to unwind and relax at home. Superior quality and very affordable. Financing available with approved credit. See us at Detterdings in Kearney and Grand Island or at Detterdings.com. Choose better things at Detterdings. It's a quality. Driving rains. Unrelenting heat. Ominous green skies. Whatever Mother Nature brings, it's no match for what you'll have thanks to Nutrient Ag Solutions. Offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you weather the storm, conquer today, and lead the field. Find your local crop consultant at NutrientAgSolutions.com. All right, John Warden has it teed up. Carney back down. Seven with 142 remaining in the game. You have Ruling and Miller back deep. Warden's kick is kind of a pooch kick. Carney will take it at the 20-yard line up to the 25. Ruling on the run, 30. Spun around 35, lost the football. And Omaha Burke has it. Omaha Burke has stripped him of the football when he got 360 to round. And Carney will turn it over 
for just the second time in the football game, trying to make something happen. Ruling spun the fumble covered at the 44-yard line. Carney has all their timeouts, so it's not technically over. But now Burke just needs a first down, and they're going to win an exciting one. It reminds me of what, what's that been about four years ago when Carney was in the playoffs against Bellevue West. Finally got the game lead late with about two minutes to go, and then West broke off a huge play and ended up winning it in the very last uh, couple of minutes of the ball game, and now Burke is in the same spot. Boy, that was a good run back, but just lost the ball. When he got spun around, you knew he was in a vulnerable position. So now Cooper Katsky just going to hand it off to Moody. Moody off the left side, lowers his shoulder to the 40-yard line. He's going to get three. Carney calls their first timeout with 125 remaining. Brought to you by our friends at ENT Physicians of Kearney. 28-21 Burke, 125 remaining. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Attention boat owners and wannabe boat owners. Buzz's Marine wants you to know that they are doing everything possible to meet your boating needs now and in the future. If you have a special boat in mind that you want to own next year, Buzz's is filling up on special orders right now for 2022. If you currently own a boat and need to stock up on boating accessories, Buzz's Marine's Pro Shop has shelves filled with all kinds of fun items to make your boating even more fun. So if you want to special order a boat or hit the Pro Shop or see what they have in stock now, head to Buzz's Marine. Fifth and Central Kearney. Second and eight as Moody takes it again off the right side. Weiss trying to get to him, but he turns the corner. 35-30-25. Smartly runs it back into the boundary. He'll be brought down at the 21. He was just barely touched in the backfield and then brought down at officially the 23-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 18 for Moody. And should be enough to salt this one away for the Burke Bulldogs as Carney will call their second timeout, but only 1-12 remaining here in the contest. New West Post Game Show coming up, so stay with us here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show also coming your way tonight at 10 o'clock with Austin Pistolka. He'll have all the scores from around the area and some of the big ones around the state uh, as well. So an exciting football game here, but Carney was playing from behind for quite some time, and uh, they look like they're going to drop the first game of the year, so they will have to come back and take on the North Platte Bulldogs next week who have been red hot. How about Broken Bow? They upset St. Paul tonight 20-6. to We've got St. Paul Carney Catholic next week. Nebraska Volleyball comes back and beats Georgia after dropping the first set tonight. They win it in four. They'll get Arizona State coming up tomorrow. UNK Volleyball won both of their matches out in New York today. All right, Omaha Burke now in victory formation. Carney with only one timeout remaining. Katsky under center for the first time in the ball game. Takes the snap, takes the knee, and Carney High will go ahead and use their final timeout. 28-21, Burke. 
Coming up next week for Omaha Burke, they will be traveling to Millard North. Then it's Omaha North, Omaha Central, Papio South, Omaha South, Lincoln Southwest. Burke's going to be a fine football team. They use this speed. They get some confidence tonight. This is a football team that should easily win six games, if not seven, and that's after losing to Bellevue West, especially getting the win tonight. But they didn't get to play last year, and it showed a little bit last week in their contest against Bellevue West, number one. So you don't have to worry too much about uh, what's going to happen. Bellevue West looks like they are much the best in Class A this year. So Kearney High lining up. We will still get at least a couple of snaps, but they have used all their timeouts. It is second down now. And 10. Take the snap. Carney tries to jump the snap. The kneel down is made. And they'll have to snap it again with about 25 seconds to go here in the football game. But if they don't turn it over, then they can watch the clock run out. 28-21. Carney was down 21-7. They got it tied with 2.22 to go on a 14-yard pass to Ndugwa. Then they got the two-point conversion to go along with that to tie it at 21. And then after kicking it through the end zone, two plays, a 75-yard pass, about 60 of that after the reception. Jackson takes it to the house, and that will be the game winner. As they take the final snap, there's the kneel down. It'll bring up fourth down, but there's only 23 seconds remaining in the ball game. And Omaha Burke, all the players on the sidelines will come over to their student section, and Carney High will have the long trip home tonight in the bus after putting up a good performance, but even though that 75-yarder was big, the 50-yard pick six with about four minutes to go in the second quarter is going to be the really the play that turned the tide. But Carney does what they always do. They battle till the end, and they do it again here tonight. But fall in the Metro, not as happy a trip as they had last year against Bellevue and Elkhorn. Oh, let's knock them out in the state semifinals. For Kearney High again, they host North Platte next week. We'll have it here on our sister station ESPN. They come right back to Omaha in two weeks to play Millard West. Bellevue West comes to Kearney on the 24th. So this is still a monster stretch for the Kearney Bearcats and would have loved to have been able to salvage one here tonight, but it's not to be. The final score, the Omaha Burke Bulldogs 28 and the Carney Bearcats 21. We'll be back with the new West Post Game Show right after this on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. This is KKPR-FM, Carney Gibbon, Shelton. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Kearney and Grand Island. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. 
Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring, but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. One play can change momentum in a game, and one deductible is a game changer when it comes to your insurance. That's why you should see me, McKenzie, or Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau agent. We can help bundle your car and home together in a single policy. So if life sends a blitz in the form of a storm or fire, you'll pay just one deductible for everything that's covered. Talk to us today at 308-234-2222 and see how we can help protect what matters most. Call me, Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau agent, or McKenzie at 308 308- Two three four twenty two twenty two. Well, it got pretty exciting there at the end, but in the end, uh, Omaha Burke gets the big seventy-five yard touchdown pass with a minute forty-two remaining in the contest, and they pull out a twenty-eight twenty-one victory today over the Carney Bearcats. Let's take a look at some of the final numbers that we had for you. First off, here's what I had for Carney. Their defense really did the job and had a lot of short fields in that second half. They actually had more yards on the first drive than basically the rest of the football game. So for Parker Wise, seven carries, 50 yards. Ryan Green, one carry, zero. Chris Dutenhofer, Dutenhofer, seven carries, 36 yards. Riley Miller, the quarterback, 12 carries for 28 yards. And then they had the one-team fumble. So 28 rushing attempts for 114 yards. Through the air, Miller was five of nine with an interception and a touchdown in the first half. In the second half, he was only five of 13, but... No interceptions, two touchdowns, 41 yards. In the ballgame, Miller was 10 of 22, one pick, three touchdowns for 87 yards. 87 through the air, 114 on the ground, 201 total yards. I had him for 16 first downs in the ballgame. The only penalty they had is they jumped off sides in the first quarter. Two punts by Johnson, a 49 and a 37-yarder, so that gives you an average of 43. The interception and then the fumble on the kick return with a minute 43 to go. Those were the two penalties or the two turnovers tonight in the ballgame for Carney High. We'll take a look at the final numbers for Omaha Burke and give you the scoring recap when we return on the New West Post Game Show. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery, certified and fellowship trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment. Platte Valley Auto Heartland Chevrolet is Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry. Sales, service, parts, and tires. Great selection of new and pre owned Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, and Ram. Chevrolet Buick. Three stores in the Heartland to serve you best. Platte Valley 
Fayetteville, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington. Over 400 new and used to choose from. PlatteValleyAuto.com or HeartlandChevrolet.com. Or stop by and see us. PlatteValleyAuto, beautiful downtown Lexington, top of the hill, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Lexington, Southside. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. Great Western Bank in Kearney is making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal and business checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and more. It's never too early or too late to start saving. Find out which account is right for you. Come into our Kearney branch at 2120 1st Avenue today or online at greatwesternbank.com. Great Western Bank, making life great. Member FDIC. Don't panic when you're locked out. Call the Lockmobile, emergency lockout service for commercial and residential property. Full-service locksmith makes original keys for your classic old or new vehicle. One call unlocks them all. 308-234-2177 or stop in 1015 Central Avenue, Kearney. Many cars that were new and bare frame in alignment of Kearney started in business are now classics. And the family that has owned bare frame in alignment over those 60 years notes that taking care of their customers' cars is just like taking care of their families. Trust them with your car. BearFrameAndAlignment.com Well, Omaha Burke's numbers will be a little skewed in the second half because of their final offensive play, that 75-yard touchdown pass. But here's what we had unofficially for the Burke Bulldogs tonight. Donovan Moody never touched the end zone, but he had 21 carries for 161 yards. One carry in the ball game for Trey Starks for five yards. Brandon Rummel, two carries for one yard. The big back, Carmelo Cross, had three carries for 21 yards. Quarterback Cooper Kasky, 11 carries for 44 yards. No rushing touchdowns for Burke tonight, despite running it 38 times for 232 yards. Through the air, again, Katsky never really took it deep. He took two shots down the field. Even the 75-yarder was just a little 10-yard out pattern. They ran a short one on the left side. Then they ran the short one, the same basic play to the right side, but they broke the tackle and went the distance. So through the air in the first half for Cooper Katsky, he was 6 of 9, no interceptions, two touchdowns, four and seven yards. And in the second half, he put it up seven times, completed four of those. He had two picks but the 75-yard touchdown, which was worth 97 total in the second half. So for the game, Katsky was 10 of 16, two picks, three touchdown passes, 132 through the air, 232 on the ground, 364 yards of total offense, resulting in 17 first downs for Omaha Burke, but I only had them for five first downs in the second half. They punted the ball twice, 16 and 21, so you're only getting 18 and a half yards on those two punts. And two turnovers, both picks in the second half. One was returned to the Burke 29, and the second one to the Burke 10, which eventually led to the game-tying score. Burke had no penalties in the first half, 5 for 45 in the second half. So despite the win, I know Coach Lamangi will have a lot of things to look at in the second half of why his football team uh, had Carney back in this football game. It was 21-7 at the half, 21-all with... 2.22 to go in the game, and then that 75-yard touchdown 
made it a final of 28 to 21. We'll give you the scoring summary right now, brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Omaha Burke got the ball first in the first quarter. And after Kearney kicked it out of bounds, they marched it from the 35 down to the Kearney 7-yard line, eventually missed a 27-yard field goal that was blocked. Kearney then took over at their 19, marched 81 yards, and the first Riley Miller to Cade Miller touchdown pass of the night was a 23-yarder with 6.09 to go in the first quarter. James Dakin made the kick. It's 7-0. But Kearney just couldn't stop Burke in the first half. Never made him punt. They never turned it over. They got in the red zone in every single possession. They scored on the first play of the second quarter, fourth and goal. They had that field goal block, so the second time they had fourth and goal inside the five, they decided to go for it, and Katsky hit Trey Starks on a four-yard pass. Warden added the kick 7-7. After Carney went three and out, another 69-yard drive for Burke, a seven-yard pass from Katsky to Brighton Nelson. The extra point made it 14-7 with 6.26 to go. On the next possession was the 50-yard interception return by the fastest man in the building tonight, Devin Jackson. A 50-yard return, Warden added the kick. Kick 21-7 with 3.47 to go. Well, then the kick went out of bounds, and Carney had a good start. They had 3.47, had their timeouts, moved it to the Burke side of the field, got it inside the 40-yard line, but then lost four on a run and were sacked. Well, they had a bad snap on a third down, so they just let the clock run out, and it was 21-7 at half. Carney got the ball to start the third quarter of play but uh, weren't able to do anything. A nice uh, Parker Weiss interception set it off the 29-yard line, but they were stopped on fourth down, and that took us all the way through the third quarter. Starting the fourth quarter after another uh, interception and a short punt, I guess we should say, uh, the return to the 30-yard line, a 30-yard drive was capped by Riley Miller hitting Caden Miller again for a 12-yard touchdown to complete that 30-yard drive after the very short punt. Five seconds into the fourth quarter, it was 21-13. The snap was not picked up cleanly there by Miller, and so he had to run the fire drill but was unable to get the two-point conversion. That's okay. They made up for that later on with the 14-yard pass from Miller to Miller again. They hooked up Excuse me, to Ndugwa. Miller had the interception. Caden Miller picked off a pass on third down and returned it to the 10. Carney lost four yards on first down, but then uh, they were able to hook up with Ndugwa hitting the tight end right over the middle. The two-point conversion was also good, and that tied the ball game as Miller hit Parker Weiss 21 apiece with 2.22 to go. They kicked it through the end zone, gained five yards on a quarterback keeper on first, uh, uh, excuse me, a quarterback uh, pass out to the left wing, a five-yarder. And then, as we said, they went back to the right the very next play, and Devin Jackson gets his second touchdown tonight, had the pick six, and then a 75-yarder. Warden added the kick, 28-21, 1.42 to go. A nice return by Xander Ruling, but he got spun around in the middle of the pack at around the 37-yard line. The ball fell out on the kick return, and Burke was able to cover it at the 43. And on second down, They got a first down run from Donovan Moody, and they were able to kneel out the clock and win it by a final score of 28-21. That's our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. And we will wrap things up 
Masters True Value proudly supports all area athletes on and off the field. For great service after the sale, shop Masters True Value, East Highway 30, Kearney. Locally owned and operated, Andy and his crew are masters of all things hardware. Shop local for great service. Wynn Nelson in Kearney is your one-stop shop for all your plumbing and power tool needs. Located at 2621 West 24th Street in Kearney. Wynn Nelson proudly supports this broadcast and wishes the athletes good luck. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. I want to remind you that coming up at 10 o'clock every Friday night here on Power 99, it will be the Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show with uh, Austin Pistolka giving you scores and wraps from our area and also uh, giving you uh, updates on scores from across the state. Let's go ahead and run down what we have for you so you don't have to wait until 10 o'clock with some games still going on. In the fourth quarter, Grand Island leads Pius 28-14. In Class B, Northwest pounds Gehring 48-10. Scotts Bluff shuts out Hastings 40 to nothing. Uh, Beatrice was at Lexington. We could use a score update there, 646-0506, 646-0506. It's a dandy, Bennington 35, Aurora 30. That is in the fourth quarter in C1. The last check, Boone Central had a lead over Minden. We're looking for an update on that. It was 21-13. Wahoo knocks off Adams Central tonight, avenging last year's loss 13-8. Kearney Catholic shuts down Cothenburg 38-7. That was 32-0 at half. Ogallala shuts out Holdridge 30-0. It was Kozad blanking Wood River Shelton 35-0. And maybe the biggest surprise of the night, Broken Bow upsets St. Paul 20-6. In Class C2, we need an update on St. Cecilia and North Platte St. Pat's. In the fourth quarter, Ord leading Central City. We thought this game would be much closer, but 55-7, Chanticleers. Final this afternoon, Centura blank Bridgeport 27-0. Had a great game on the breeze. Donovan Trumbull edges Gibbon 24-20. Number one Archbishop Bergen beats Grand Island Central Catholic 38-8, and Wilbur Claytonia down Sutton. 36 to 22. We're looking for an update on the Dundee County Bertrand score. Dundee County was leading in the third quarter 16-14. Finals, Blue Hill beat Southern Valley 44 to 12 this afternoon and Selmo Myrna beat Hemingford 100 to 6. In the fourth quarter, Amherst leads Cambridge 25-20. Highline over Elm Creek 36-12. Medicine Valley over Alma 32-18. In D2, looking for an update on the Lawrence Nelson Arapaho game. If you have one, 646-0506. That's 308-646-0506. In the fourth quarter, Pleasanton leading Axtell 28-14. Finals. Last night, Ansley Litchfield beat Ravenna 28-12. Kennesaw blanks Loomis 47-0. Sandhills Valley downs Overton 28-13. In six-man last night, SEM beat Stewart 68-30. And at last check in the fourth quarter, Silver Lake was leading Spalding Academy by a score of 36-20. That game was in the fourth quarter of play. So a lot of great football tonight. And again here, it comes down to the wire. The final score was Omaha Burke 28 and Carney High 21. 
Also in the uh, Metro, Millard West beats Millard North 56-31. to The late game in Lincoln at halftime, Lincoln Southeast and Southwest are tied at 21 apiece. want to remind you that we've got Nebraska Volleyball beating Georgia tonight. We'll have their game with Arizona State on the breeze tomorrow, 6 o'clock after Husker football. Pre-game at 7, kickoff at 11, Nebraska taking on Fordham. And also Hastings College at Northwestern of Iowa at 1 on 1230 KHAS. Our next action for you after the Labor Day weekend, high school volleyball on Thursday. We will be at Blue Hill as the Bobcats host Kearney Catholic and Adams Central. That gets underway at 5 o'clock next Friday here on Power 99. Kearney Catholic will be at St. Paul, while on ESPN 1460 and 92.1 FM, Kearney High will host North Platte, who beat Fremont fairly handily tonight. For our producer and engineer back at the studio, Stacy Johns, I'm Doug Duda. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors. Don't forget the Rivals and Rut Scoreboard Show will be coming your way at the top of the hour. You've been listening to High School Football on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com, the final Omaha Burke, 28, Kearney, 21. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. 627-1064.